Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hello? Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. That's the same person who, when you're standing at the urinal and there's a free bank of urinals to your right and or he, left, he right, goes right next right to you. Next to, he's like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" It's like I was doing great till you showed up. Like that's not good. But at least maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe he wants to peek at the goods. There's no reason to take a peek at the goods. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. Balls <laughs> on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have the season finale, kids, of Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg coming up at 334. Degenerate T-Bone at 448. Would you rather, in the 5 o'clock hour, send in your would you rather tweets at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Also today, another pair of WWE Raw tickets. Be listening in the 4 o'clock hour to win. Nice. How you doing? I'm good. Good? Yeah. You're warming up some food in the microwave out there. What were you making? I did. Well, I had uh, I, I made some chicken the other night, some yeah. chipotle spiced chicken. I was going to say, with... it smelled like a cantina in here. Well, I don't know if that's... See, this is the thing. So I microwaved some chicken. I had chicken, rice. I made a little uh, pineapple salsa. Look at you. And, well, you know... Must just... be nice to get fruit out of season. In a can? That's how I got it. All right. I mean, well, let's be here. I didn't get pineapple flown in, unless you consider however they get dull pineapple Dole. in a can. Yeah. R.I.P. Dole. Yeah, R.I.P. Bob Dole. That's Bob right. Dole. Yeah. So I. that's what I made. And then as I'm eating it, everybody walks by and is like, well, that smells good. What is that? Oh, it smells good. And in my head, my brain cannot accept this. My brain says, Oh God! It smells. Why can't you take the compliment? Because I assume it must stink. No, it smelled good. It was making me hungry. Well, I'm glad. I was upset you didn't bring it up for everybody. That was all stuff I made at home. So should have brought in some chips. Why well, didn't know? Salsa. I took. Uh, but see, here's the trick, though, because I had the salsa. Salsa stayed separate. The salsa was soaking in its own salsa juices all day in the fridge. Right, percolating. Yeah, and then the other stuff was in its little refrigerated container, and then I microwaved all that stirred that up got it all steamy and hot and then put the cold salsa on top and then some of the juices from that are getting in there it's yes. warming just a little Ooh, bit but there's the still a little you got to keep the cold in there you T-bone, don't want to authentic mexican cook i don't know about that lean I, into it i have to make all my spicy food for myself at home though because nobody else eats it first of all my level of spice is not exactly Caliente. Well, yes, say, I, right? I know because I've I've gone out with you, and you've ordered mild wings before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. You said it out loud. I did. I said it, and then instantly regretted it because it was one order that has haunted me for the rest of my life. But I I do like some level of spice more than the rest of my family. Okay, so everyone else in the house does not eat the minimum level of spice that I cook with. 
So then when I want a spicy dish, I make it all like a big meal, like a family size meal. And then I just put it into little containers and have it for a few days because no one else is going to eat it. I chopped up one jalapeno for this whole thing. One. I felt and no like, one's going to eat that. No, no one want. No, it's too spicy. Man, Dad, that's too spicy. I don't want the spice. So I said, all right, fine. No, your, spice. your wife, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not on spice. Not a spice person. So I here's the thing. I'm in the grocery store feeling self-conscious buying the ingredients for this meal because I go and I look at the jalapeno peppers and go, I shall have one, sir. That's it. I would like one of your jalapeno peppers. I don't have a bag full of them. I'm not getting a bushel. I'm getting one. And then I bring that home and I'm like, I will chop up this pepper and put it in this food. And everyone runs for the hills like, no, too spicy. So... Good news, if you like that, I'm going to be bringing some tomorrow because I have leftovers. You making your bowl of slop today, and I, I say slop I know, affectionately. Yes, I, I understand. That's fine. It did not smell like what this would smell like, but it reminded me of, of, a, of a friend. His father had a routine every single night. What was the routine? Where they would, they would have dinner as a family, and it didn't matter what the hell the dinner was. Didn't matter. Yeah. The father, once all the kids would go to bed would take a big Tupperware, and he would get all the leftovers from oh. that evening's oh, no. dinner. Oh, and he would just like throw it going. all in no. one bowl. Didn't matter what the hell it was. Didn't matter what it was. Mm. He would he would sprinkle Lowry's seasoning salt all over everything and put half a bottle of ketchup in there oh. and just mix oh. it up oh. and eat it oh. like he was watching porn. Oh. There would Why? be audible noises. Like, well, that's the noise uh, I'm making, but it's because I'm trying to... Stifle vomit. Didn't matter. It could be turkey and mashed potatoes. He is putting Lowry season salt on there, ketchup, mixing it up, and having it for his late night late night snack every single night. Right. Like I, I could get if let's say you had some fried chicken and some mashed potatoes and some gravy. Sometimes you know you might dip your chicken into the little mashed potatoes and get a little of that. Absolutely. Take a bite. Sure. Yes. Why not? Mix but, a little ketchup in there. But maybe you had like I don't Good know. Eating. Maybe you have some. Roasted Brussels sprouts with that, and now that that all that's where I'm getting like because he's not just taking a dish like a main course and a side that might go together. He's taking everything that was made, everything that was made. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Yuck! And he just cleaned it up. Huh? Just cleaned it up. What would every be? Night. Can I ask what would be the problem for him to just get another plate of food? Like he liked why, it. I, well, no, but I'm saying like, all right, there's a piece of chicken left. There's half a thing of mashed potatoes. There's these yams over here. There's, I don't know why they have all so much potato, but they, you know, and then they just puts all that on a plate and no, he has the, another serving. The way this guy described it to me is that he would get through the dinner just to make this concoction at the end. Wow. So he really liked ketchup and Lowry ketchup seasoning and Lowry salt. Seasoning that was salt. his and treat. Everything else was just a vehicle for that. Interesting. You could have put pillow stuffing in a bowl. <laughs> a combination of artificial feathers and real feathers. As long as he put Lowry seasoning, salt, and ketchup on it, he was good. Wouldn't that make you feel bad if you'd cooked that meal and the guy was like, yeah, 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 that's all fine. Can I dump that now into my dump bowl yes. for my dump meal that I eat where it's just all dumping? Oh, this is the good stuff. Uh, Buckeye Hoops beat Towson last night, 85-74. Buckeyes never look comfortable, and I don't blame them for that either. This was a weird 9 o'clock start. You're coming off of Duke. You went on the road, played a Big Ten team. You come back. It's 9 o'clock. It's Towson. EJ looked like he was sleeping. You also got off to a 
a big lead in this game where psychologically, you know, Chris Holtman's been sure. harping on you for the past 48 hours. Don't sleep on Towson. Don't sleep on Towson. All of a sudden you walk out there. What was it? 13 to four or 13 yeah, to two. Right. It, something it like that. Made sense. And then guess what? They slept on Towson for a little bit. Yeah. And Towson's plucky. You brought this up yesterday. Towson's going into that game last night. Like they're playing Duke. They're ready oh, to go. They're amped up. This is their Duke game. I mean, and it should be. Anytime you're the smaller school going into that, right? I mean, I, I'm quite sure, not to the same level, right? But I'm sure some of the Duke fans said, oh, well, Ohio State, they, yeah, they came back in this game and that sucks. But this is their, you know, they think this is the biggest thing ever. We've got bigger things we're playing for. So everyone's going to do that when a, you know, lower ranked team, perceived lower ranked team gives you a fight. But good for the Buckeyes for eventually, yeah, waking up and pulling away. Cause yeah, they did what they had to do. I have a bold hot take for you. Do you? Are you ready? Okay. It's so hot. All I don't right. know if you're ready for it. <laughs> Buckeyes will win the national championship. Oh, that is a hot well, take. Well, if. Oh, if. If Kyle Young shoots 90% from the field for the season. I agree with that. Yes. Hot take. That- I'll, uh, I'll add to that. If Justin Arns hits five threes every game. Hot national champion now again EJ can't have seven turnovers though no 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 no. I didn't say the whole game has to be the same but don't get me wrong we're not knocking either of those guys it's just no I'm not knocking Kyle Young at all Kyle Young has been great he's been one of the most consistent offensive weapons on this team and you know hopefully he can stay healthy but yeah he's he's been phenomenal he was great again last night Justin Arns I'm not knocking the guy you you shoot five of ten from three point land. Keep on shooting. That's great. I just we know how it can go with him sometimes. Where I need to see you know three or four of those every every time out. I don't need it to be five for ten, but I need to get three or four good ones that go down every single time out. That will make this Buckeye basketball team a lot more dangerous. Good to see uh, Eugene Brown out there. First action oh, was in a so, while. He was concussed. So happy about that, given that he had the injury. And I thought he started off the season pretty well. Like, I, th- I thought he looked like a guy who could take a few steps this season. And then gets injured. He's been out. So just to get him back out there, good. Got a nice shot that went in. Nice three. But now I want to. I hope that he can stay healthy and build. Because I do think he's going to be a big part of this team. And, I, you know, I was I was stayed up late. Watch this game last night, and yes, it's late for me. I know it's probably not late for all of you, but I stayed up late to watch this game on ESPNU. And I mentioned yesterday that Gene Smith likes to, you know, show everybody his balls and say, ah, yes, we're not having any more night games for football. You tell the conference I said so. And the conference says, yes, sir, whatever you say. Right. But 9 o'clock for Towson, we can't put our foot down about that. And I'm so glad, too, because this game was... uh on the worldwide leader, ESPNU, mm-hmm. didn't even bother to send announcers for the game. No. They were not there. The commercials that we saw I, during I'm, that game were like the same commercials you used to see on USA Up All Night back <laughs> in the day with Rhonda Shear. <laughs> I was going to bring that up, too, where you can convince me maybe that TV needs this and this is good for the TV networks. When you see the ads they're running, which are the same ads they run in the middle of the night. They're giving those ads away. Right. No, those companies know it's not anything about we're trying to be on in prime time. You're just trying to be on. 
Because you're going to have a, a number at the end. People call our website. They order your dumb product. They get it in six weeks. They go, oh, this sucks. And then they never buy it again. But you made your $5 off them or whatever you're trying to do. No announcers. Horrible commercials. Well, and The crowd is sleeping. Teddy, do you remember who the guy was that was the the like analyst on that? Because I don't. But I, if I have to, ne- I hope I never have to hear about a ball python ever again. And you know we like distractions yeah, and things python. on this show. But... He was obsessed with talking about snakes. It was like, I I don't understand why ESPN does this with basketball, college basketball specifically, where they just will take seven minutes in the middle of a college basketball game and say, well, let's talk about this. Did you know? Fun fact about the Amazon. And it's like, what? Why? Why not just call the game? The game is what I'm watching, especially in a game like that where it's 9 o'clock on ESPNU, you don't have any looky-loos. No. Everybody who's watching this game is a hardcore fan. That's why they're watching the game. They don't want to hear about snakes. Uh, and, and I know your argument would be, Bone, you guys diverge all the time on your sports talk radio show. Again, we're not a game. A basketball game is a very specific entertainment vehicle. A talk show in the middle of the afternoon has a lot of things we got to cover here. We got a lot of people in their cars, a lot of different ideas and circumstances going on we're trying to make don't, everybody don't happy. compare a professional broadcast to this right fair right. enough but that was not a professional broadcast last night i don't know why you had to talk about a snake for five minutes next time it. you got a game like that you put me if you're not going to send broadcasters put no, me send, on play by play and liana on color i guarantee we pop a better number can i do something you can do sidelines oh good i can i be under the basket yeah under the basket nice. but you never get out of the way and guys run into you the <laughs> entire game <laughs> Rodman yes, comes I'll over and the kicks Rodman you in the photographer of this broadcast crew. Great. The Pac-12 commissioner may be my new best friend. I'll tell you why coming up next. Cowan Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash on North High Street near Sheffield Road. It is causing slowdowns in this area. Please be careful as things begin to clear. Plan about a 5 to 10 minute slowdown. Start the report is sponsored by Meyer. Say big at Meyer on your holiday ham. Right now, Cook's Spiral Sliced Half Hams are just 89 cents a pound. That's right, just 89 cents a pound. So you can put more on everyone's plate. Limit one. See the Meyer app or Meyer.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. The Big Ten TV toy drive is here it supports the Salvation Army's Christmas cheer program. Not every family can provide gifts for their little ones, but you can do something about that. Stop by the fan and 10 TV studios today before 6.30 and greet 10 TV anchors and fan personalities while you drop off your toys. For more information, visit 971thefan.com. I saw the, uh, the Buckeye guy was out there earlier. Oh, good. And you ran out there and kicked him right in the sack. As you should. Whenever you see Buckeye guy, kick him right in the sack. I didn't do that, but uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, I you know, hey, he showed up with a big truckload of that's, toys. That's and- good. 
Let's focus on the good. Robbed a KB Toys. Let's. <laughs> you have a time travel machine. Yep, Is that he what went he... back in time. Went to the mall. Wow, KB Toys. Robbed huh? KB Toys. Went to a mall to get his toys. Must be nice. Jeez, no, uh, no children's palace for him, huh? That's where I went. I miss toy stores. That's why I said that. Uh, where was it? They were. It's New Jersey. Oh, they're in reopening. Big mall. They're reopening a KB Toys. Right? No, not KB Toys. Toys R Us. Oh, okay. Big gotcha. two story, like twenty thousand square feet, and. You know, I'm not a business expert, but I would assume you'd want to open up the big toy store before the holiday rush. You'd think. You know, so you get all your stuff ready to go, and then, you know, when people are ready to buy toys for the holidays, you're there. They have not opened this yet. Yeah, that's bizarre. Scheduled later this month to open it. but Well, I'm, I know this. When there were such things as toy stores all over the place, I remember the joy of, as a child getting some gifts that were still in the box that you know came from aunt gladys or whoever that you just say that's not for me i don't want that and your parents might be cool about it and say like yeah we get it and so i would be allowed to return occasionally a couple gifts that oh, i did not look like at you must be or, nice or or sometimes we would just get cash in the card you know ten dollars here twenty dollars there yeah and so coupled with the cash and the returns to then, once you got the stuff back from the returns, that day where your parents take you out with that money, with those returns, and get all that credit, and then you could go to a toy store and actually go get something that you really wanted, maybe that's what they're thinking is, after all the sh- all the stuff is done, the shopping is done, we will still have people after Christmas who will have Christmas money, who will want to spend it. Kids will want to spend it, or they'll have returns, things like that. Maybe that's the idea. So when I was a kid, it was it was Child's World which we discovered a few months ago, somehow we were talking about toy stores, that Children's Palace and Child's World, same place. Right. Different yes. name, castle theme. I Yes, I remember Children's Palace more. That's It looked like you were walking into a castle with the yes. gate as you walked in. It was I very loved cool. It. Let's bring back toy stores here. Well, but, yeah, you're saying that as if they, people would do it. It's it's obviously not a good business, right? I mean, no, it, hasn't it, been. it wasn't good business because it wasn't run properly. We'll run it properly. We will? Yes. All right, what are we going to we'll do? We'll do in-store events. We'll draw people in. Okay. I'll but- make pizzas in the back and just hand them out to people. <laughs> but a little freebies. <laughs> I came in for a teddy bear. Have a slice of pizza. I made it fresh. All right, but then, you know, let's say they look at our... We have bicycles. They look at a nice huffy 10 speed or something mm-hmm. they're like yeah i want this bike and then they whip out their phone they're like what's it on amazon oh 27 dollars cheaper done and then they just leave but they got to sit on our bicycle no, and then they order it on we'll amazon for perks what's the perk? Or maybe we can't compete price wise but we'll send ted home to assemble the bike oh ted and will ted, make the bike ted for will you. be your butler for the rest of the day well there's only i mean that's number one we got ted, a lot of people that work here man <laughs> So we're just going to start pouring out people. Here's your bike, and here's Eric Reeser. And he just goes home and mows your lawn. Yeah, and then runs a marathon. It comes back and is still like ready to go, and he helps you out with anything else you need around the yeah. house. Yeah. We can send that anybody you want. Rothman? Reeser. I'll tell you, though. Yeah, if, I guess I got to put this bike together, huh? I, Reeser right. seems like he could get a lot done around your house. He's fairly in shape and, and seems like he'd be up for like a day's worth of projects. Yeah. But, the, yeah, there's, what if you what if you get me? Like I'm, pff, my we're, poor we're family. the owners. Oh, we don't have to no, do it. We don't okay, have to go, go out. We say. make everybody else go out. All right, Ted, are you handy? 
Are you able to like hang picture frames, stuff like that? Is that your thing? I can kind of do that stuff. I'm not great. It takes, well, I can do it. It just take, takes me longer than what, you know, somebody who's more efficient could do it. How about changing an alternator in a 67 Well, Buick? considering no. he's blinking and hanging a picture, I don't well, you know, maybe he's just more mechanically inclined <laughs> yeah, than uh, right. architecturally. There's a lot yeah. of master mechanics I, that can't hang a picture. I'm not Zed Key. I can't. You know, How about that? Do right. That. Zed's Mr. Fix-It. Uh, can I talk now? Can I do this? Oh, yeah. 12 story. Right I mean, ahead. just wasting you time want talking about toys. I just want to stay on track. Yeah, is what ahead, I want to do. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Jeffrey? Yeah, Toys R Us giraffe. Jeffrey. Oh, okay. See? That's a reference I you get. I want to grow up. Mm-hmm. I'm a Toys R Us kid. The new Pac-12 commissioner is my best friend in the world. Doesn't rhyme. <laughs> What's this guy's name? George Kleokov? Kleokov, I think, yeah. Uh, he is sugge- he's, First of all, he said that the way that they schedule college football games now is insane. He's right. His, his words. Yes, of course he's right. We've been saying this for years. There's no reason why you have to schedule games 10 years out. He is suggesting a scheduling model somewhat similar to the NFL year by year, basically, where conferences could arrange exciting matchups based on who's good and who's bad. What a great concept that is. Almost like that would make things way better and more entertaining. I don't know if that's the goal for college football scheduling right now, but it should be. Well, it's good that this isn't just like a school president saying this. No, this is a commissioner of a conference. This is a commissioner of a power five conference well and if if the alliance is anything right like if if gene smith i don't know why i said gene because he's not the commissioner but he pretty much is well all right but if gene agrees and gets the rest of the conference on board and then kevin warren says all right well gene says to do it so let's do it then you have two groups now that are ready to go and if the acc who's commissioner i forget but let you know what, let's just say it's one of their Jack Swarbrick. He's not even in the ACC, but he's at Notre Dame. Let's say he agrees and says, "Ah, oh, yeah, we'll get the ACC to do it too." Fine. Now, what are you going to do? SEC? You going to keep scheduling 10 years out or are you going to jump in with those 3? We just need everyone to get on the same page. The season finale of Around the Big 10 with Adam Rittenberg is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching slowdowns on North High Street near Sheffield Road. There is an accident in that area causing some backups. Please be very careful over here as things continue to clear. Traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. May also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bones around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg. Big Ten News and Notes. Sponsored by your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. It is the season finale. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg. He covers all things college football for ESPN on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Adam, good to talk to you, my friend. Great to be with you guys. Last time. 
last time we uh, we were discussing this the other day because we're just gluttons for punishment, I guess. If the Ohio State game and Michigan game is exactly the same, but the Buckeyes don't lose to Oregon, so Buckeyes still don't play in the Big Ten championship game, do you think they're a playoff team? I, it's funny. I was thinking the same thing. Um, if they had just beaten Oregon, could they have gotten in? Uh, you know, I think it would be an interesting decision, right? An interesting debate, <laughs> certainly in the state of Ohio, between those two teams for the fourth spot. You know, Cincinnati would have had a conference championship on its resume. Um, they would have had the Notre Dame win. Uh, Ohio State would have had a win against Oregon, which, you know, again, that, that win would have looked worse and worse as the season went along, but still a notable win and then just a single loss. So, I, you know, I, I still think Cincinnati probably gets in in that scenario, uh, but it, it would certainly be a, a more interesting debate than the one we had on Sunday. I saw that uh, Kevin Warren had some comments about expansion. He said, I'm 100% for expansion. What's the right number? We've bantered about eight. Uh, could be 12, but we need to protect the bowls. We need auto bids and get multiple media partners involved. All of this consternation about expanding the playoffs, there's no way they're going to approve this for the 2024 cycle, right? It, it's got to be at this point, unless something changes in the next week or two. They're not going to be able to get this done until probably closer to 2026, right? Yeah, I would agree. Um, I, I was at the event that Kevin spoke at yesterday in Vegas, and, and uh, the other four power conference commissioners were speaking there. And it, it, it's just very much a sense, even Craig Thompson from the Mountain West you know, basically said that they've run out of time on the 2024 um, season. I guess they could still maybe salvage it if they uh, really reach an agreement in January. But I think we're looking at 2025, which is, again, the last year of the original contract to do an expansion and then you know you have commissioners like the pac 12s george kliopkov talking about well we could just run out the current contract do a completely new playoff that you know in his mind would favor the power five and if those other guys want to join they can join so you've got a lot of uh, rhetoric coming out of the commissioners this week um i, I get the sense that they're still a, a decent uh, distance apart even though they say they have made some progress the last few months i know there's a lot of frustration because the commissioners who proposed the initial 12-team playoff thought that we'd be done by now, whereas you know Kevin and Jim Phillips and George Kliovkov were all new, at the, uh, you know, relatively new, and weren't part of those initial discussions, and, and they really want their voice to be heard. So I, I don't sense it's going to expand before 2025. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg here on the fan, the uh, the Pac-12 commissioner. I'm just going to call him Georgie K. We were talking about this last segment. He was on the record saying. The way that we schedule these games 10 years in advance is stupid. We should do something more year-to-year year like the NFL does. Do you think that's just his opinion, or is there a large consensus out there? Large consensus probably isn't the right word, but enough of a consensus that maybe something gets done. Well, there's not a consensus, but as you guys know, there is an alliance, and the Pac-12 is part of that with the Big Ten and the ACC. And so I think what George is saying, and he's absolutely right, uh, and it would be immensely popular with fans if we could have games that were scheduled much closer uh, to, uh, well, the, played, I should say, much closer to when they were scheduled. And so I'm curious to see if this generates the momentum and, and the old way of, of scheduling way out in advance, it kind of goes away because I, I think it would be better for the fans. I'm a big scheduling guy, as you guys both know. And I think in, in many ways, as much as I love college football, we love college football it does not serve the fans well enough with the way that it schedules. So I, I was certainly excited to hear what George had to say yesterday. And I think with some new commissioners in the mix and, you know, I don't know how much longer Bob Bowlesby is going to do it. You're probably going to see a new commissioner there 
relatively soon. I think it's an opportunity to change a lot of things, including you know the, the distance, shortening the distance between when games are scheduled and when they actually kick off. I think Mike and I, Adam, tend to be more isolationist when it comes to Ohio State football with regards to the Big Ten. I mean, if the rest of the conference is good, awesome, but we're more of the opinion that if Ohio State wins all their games, they're not going to have a problem making the playoffs. That all said, Michigan goes out and gets to the national championship game. If they can win their first playoff game, what does that do around the country for the Big Ten Conference as a whole? Well, it's significant, right? Because we've talked about this over the years. The distance, the, the, the gap between the SEC and the Big Ten is not an Ohio State problem. It's the fact that Ohio State is the only team in the Big Ten that's been competing for national championships. And, and the SEC has had not just Alabama, but LSU won one a couple of years ago. Florida has won a couple in the BCS era. Uh, Georgia has been to the national championship game. Auburn. You know, so these other programs are capable of winning a national title. My thing with the Big Ten, who else is capable? Well, Michigan looks capable this year. And so while as painful as it would be, it is good for the Big Ten to have a team in the national championship game and then to ultimately start winning national championships, especially with the game in the Big Ten footprint for the first time in Indianapolis. I mean, imagine the scene, guys. If, if either Michigan or Cincinnati really make it to Indianapolis, j- just the proximity for these fans who are typically have to go to Miami or Phoenix or Dallas or Atlanta to, to, to go to a championship game, they can drive there. And then certainly that would have been uh, obviously a great thing for Ohio State, but didn't work out this year. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg here on The Fan, we have seen you know tremendous turnover with head coaching moves and you know, I know that Bob Bowlesby said maybe we look at this early signing period because, you know, teams can't afford to wait. They have to have uh, a coach in place ready to recruit. Signing period is in a week. Do you think that they look at moving that date a little further down the road so we don't have these types of changes? Yes, and that was another bit of news that came out of uh, Wednesday. Bob Bowlesby from the Big 12 saying that the College Football Oversight Committee and the AFCA have discussed uh, you know, doing something with the signing date in large part because we've had so many changes and the impact that that has on the sport. And Greg Sankey from the SEC said, I uh, basically, I told you so as a longtime opponent of the early signing period, you know, he, he expected this. And so I think it's important to assess whether it's still, uh, you know, serving the game because if you did went, go back to the original signing date, you know, most of those coaching changes would, would, would happen. You could even have NFL impacted changes happen you know before february 1st in many cases and so you know, that 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 certainly is an argument that, that that it makes a lot more sense now after seeing what's happened in this particular coaching cycle we've heard a lot about how the rose bowl adam has a lot to do with you know the way the college football playoffs are situated and and, and when people say we don't want to mess with the bowl structure i feel like a lot of that goes to some of these bigger traditional bowls like the rose bowl which of course the big tens aligned with or has been traditionally what changes that? Do you think there's any anything that gets all the other parties involved to just say, you know what, we're sorry that the Rose Bowl may be diminished slightly if that has to happen, but we're going to do home site playoff games. So we're going to do these other things that might hurt the Rose Bowl's feelings. Like, do you think there is some growing consensus there among some of these power brokers or are they still very protective of the Rose Bowl overall? Well, I mean, two of them are very protective, and I would put three in that category in terms of Kevin Warren and George Klyovkov because of the direct relationship with the bowl game. And then Jim Phillips is a Big Ten guy, even though he's the ACC commissioner. So he understands. I mean, he was basically mentored by Jim Delaney, and no person who's ever walked the earth is more of a Rose Bowl fan 
than, 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 than Jim is, who will be in the Hall of Fame there, I think, very soon. So uh, I think you have some you know, consensus, sure, among the, 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 the other conferences, but, but not among those three people. And I even think some of the others understand that the tradition of the Rose Bowl is, is different, and, and they obviously have their interests. But, but I think there's going to have to be some compromise on, on, on some level uh, to ultimately get to where we want to get, which is an expanded playoff. So, again, that's one of the items, along with automatic qualifying status, that is holding up the talks and why we haven't had, hey, we're doing this and we're doing this on this date and we're doing this in these places. Adam, we have enjoyed it all season long, my friend. We will bother you every single week next season, and there's no guarantee that we won't bother you during the offseason a couple times as well. Hey, let's bother bother whenever you want, guys. Call me before the Rose Bowl, after the Rose Bowl. Excited for bowl season, excited for the playoff, and really appreciate you guys. We appreciate it, buddy. Have a good holiday. Uh, you too. Thanks, guys. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hugh Jackson, your guy, has another job. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash on East Long Street at 3rd Street, causing slowdowns in this area. Please be very careful over here. You'll also find some delays on Wilson Road at Fisher Road, an accident also causing backups. Please be careful here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Don't forget, 4 o'clock hour, your chance to win WWE Raw tickets. Be listening to win. So around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg is done for the season. And so we have an opening on Thursdays. And I just asked Bone during the break, do you want to bring back bone of education in the new year well and, and, I, and I enjoy doing well, that you segment. hemmed and hawed and said i don't know i people, didn't hem and haw uh, do people like it so i'm asking you people because we're nothing but transparent on the show sometimes we think we have good ideas but you tell us otherwise and we're not going to shove it down your throat if you don't want it do you want bone of education to come back tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one, and tell us you won't hurt our feelings either no, way. No, this is, listen. Our job here is to do things that well. We hope you enjoy, though we often do things that we enjoy because we're stupid and we don't do our jobs well. But when we have an opportunity to do something, if people don't like a segment, we don't want to just keep doing it for no reason. So, if you don't want Bone of Education to come back, that's fine. But if you do. You can also let us know. Either way, no feelings hurt there. We should do that with all our segments. Yeah, once a year. Just what yeah. do you want, what like, do you do not you, want. Do you like yikes? Sure. You know, we should just do that for all the segments. It's going to be a new year. We should clean some house. We can do that. Want to have what, what? How do you want to do this? Because we're just going to get like, you know, there might be three or four people who don't like yikes, but if no one else says you anything. You know what? We'll formulate a poll. We'll do a poll. Oh, good. 
Okay. Every day we'll focus on a new segment. Hey, Ted's like, oh man, I gotta make polls now. It takes two seconds to make a poll, Ted. What <laughs> are you complaining well, about? Poll assassin over here, guy. Yeah, no, monkey eating my yeah, face. Your, your pet monkey to make the poll. <laughs> Teddy, do a little poll right now at Man and Bone nine seven one. Like I don't want to do a poll. Should we bring back Bone of Education? Yes or no? It's all you have to do. Make it active for twenty four hours. After that, that's the word of God. We word, stick with wow. that. All right. Meaning doing, we stick with doing, it, whatever it God's, says. We're doing God's work. Sure. Okay. Uh, Hugh Jackson, former Browns coach, he's doing God's work. I was unaware he was on Eddie George's staff at Tennessee yep, State. Did you know that? I, I didn't remember that offhand, but now reading the story, I was reminded of it, but All no, right. I had forgotten. Well, this past season, he was the offensive coordinator for Tennessee State under Eddie George, and now he's a head football coach again. Because Hugh Jackson is the new head coach at Grambling State. They are, I believe, in talks, right? It hasn't been I finalized. Thought it was, I thought it was is done. Is it done? Oh, well, it's it's probably going to be done. So I thought I saw it was done. All right. Listen, you know how I feel about Hugh Jackson as far as him being a head coach in the NFL. I did not have a great time with him being the head coach of my Browns. But is he not capable of doing something like this? Yeah, of course he is. This is a, this is a big get. So... That would be a great get for Grambling State. I think that's cool. And if that's something that he feels is where he wants to be with his career, awesome. Let him live. According to reports, he will be the next head coach okay. at Grambling State. So, Gotcha. All right. Hugh Jackson is always sneaky when it comes to dealing with the media. He never leaks things out. <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> Except it's, when it's, he does. It's a real tight ship that he, he likes to keep there. Nobody talking, no leaks ever. This Arizona Coyotes situation, have you been reading up on this? Yeah, they, they had an issue with taxes, but I guess that's now getting resolved, Well, right? it's getting resolved, but there's a bigger problem here. I mean, they still don't know where the hell they're going to play next year. They aren't even wanted in their own community. You have questionable ownership coming off of previous questions. Remember, this, this team has been through the ringer. And I don't know how many Arizona Coyote fans are actually out there. But the true fans, the diehard fans, you, you can make a case there's been no fan base screwed more than these people. Because you had bad ownership. Mm-hmm. Then the league owned you for a while. Right. Right. And oh, we're going to take our time. We're going to find the right people. They found these people who, you know, have lots of money and they say they're committed to the area, yet they've been running this team like a flea market. Also, your team is awful, too, by well, the way. Well, team is awful. Don't have a place to play next year. Right. We're at risk of getting kicked out this year because of unpaid taxes. Well, and, and if you read this story, and the Canadian press has sort of been digging up on this. Well, oh, it's human error. We're going to correct the error first thing in the morning. Um, You know, you know this if you haven't paid your bill. You don't just, like, not pay your electric bill, and then they just turn it off without any warning or notice or anything like that. Right. According to reports... They have not paid bills to the local government since June of 2020. What? June of 2020. It's not like they missed a payment. I'm quite sure there were emails. There were phone calls. Hey, where's our money? Eventually, local leaders leaked this to the media just because they had no other course of action. Yeah. And also, let's not forget here, when you are a giant uh, tax revenue source, to put it nicely, the local authorities rely on your tax dollars 
but they are also not going to just send you a note in the mail that might get lost in a no, shuffle No, they have bills. personal relationships right. with these people. They will send someone over and say, hello, we're missing millions of dollars in tax revenue, and that's all from you guys. So let's work out a, a, a scenario here or a situation that works for everybody. Let's get to a place where you can get this paid back to us. We're willing to give you time. We're willing to take it in installments, but you do have to pay us this. It is legally your obligation to do so. They'll, they will not be unaware of it. So that's really bizarre. It sounds like these new owners, by the way, just took over in 2019. Yes. So it's kind of a weird situation where they just took over the team, had it for six months, and then a global pandemic hit. So I'm sure finances, whatever they had, probably not the ideal way to start running a franchise already a franchise that had been pretty tough anyway. Man, if you are a Phoenix sports fan right now, you got these jokers running the Yotes, and that organization's terrible. Then you got Robert Sarver running the Suns. While the Suns are great on the court, vastly different than the Coyotes, off the court, they're a mess, and that guy seems like a kook and a crazy and terrible. Not a guy you want around your organization. The city manager of Glendale, called Gary Bettman about this yesterday. Oh, how embarrassing. Isn't that, isn't that embarrassing? Oh, how embarrassing that would be. And then the commissioner, he got in touch with the commissioner. The city manager can't get in touch with people at the Coyotes. But he calls Gary Bettman's office and talks to the commissioner. Of course. And then the commissioner has to call the Coyotes ownership and says, what the hell are you doing? Well, and doesn't that somewhat fall, though, to the NHL? Of course right? it does. Because the NHL said these are the guys to run this team. And then this is what now that that's embarrassing for the NHL as much as it is for these owners. But yeah, what a mess. What an absolute mess there. No offense, no problem. Details next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on East Long Street at 3rd Street. It is causing slowdowns in this area as traffic begins to build. You'll also find some slowdowns on Wilson Road at Fisher Road. Still working to get that accident clear as well. Please be careful in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Say big at Meyer on your holiday ham. Right now, Cook's spiral sliced half hams are just 89 cents a pound. That's right, just 89 cents a pound. So you can put more on everyone's plate. Limit one. See the Meyer app or Meyer.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The number one show in the world, according to the Panama Ted Internet Research Group. That doesn't make sense. This is Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. The poll is up at Man and Bone 971 on Twitter. Should we bring back Bone of Education? You vote, we listen. Uh, so far, 64% say yes, 35% say no. All right. right. Well, that's, that's a nice little start, but we'll find out. If you guys don't like it, we won't do it. That's fine. By the way, Mike, I saw this from uh, Joel Batonio, uh-huh. guard for the Browns. 
He said today, now I'm just taking one sentence, probably not giving full context, but this I think doesn't need much more context. He said, we've shown in our wins what we can be. And that's a fine statement, but I think the other side of the coin is also true. Is it not? Like, couldn't you say with any team in the NFL, couldn't you say with the Lions in their victory, it's like, hey, you showed a little bit more of what you could be. It's not well, about- I watched that win against the Lions. What did you show there? No, no, no. I mean, I mean the Lions with their one no, win I know. could say that. You're right. But my point is, you've also won ugly yep. at times this year. Fair enough, right. You know, there's not a lot of games where you look at the Browns and say, wow, they put it all together. Yeah, it's... it. I, I just don't, I I understand what he's trying to do. He's just trying to hype himself up for the game, right? But let's all be clear here, right? Any team that shows you what they are in their wins can also show you what they're capable of in their losses. How can we not just look, we can't look at the positive only and say, see, if we just did that all the time, we'd win the Super Bowl. Okay, I don't even know if that's true with the Browns wins, to your point, but you can also look at their losses and say, well, if you play like that every week, you're going to lose every game. So, I don't know what the argument is there. No offense, no problem. ESPN's Monday Night Football Week 13 presentation featuring the Patriots and the Bills delivered an audience of 15 million viewers. Uh, It was the best audience since the season opener, Baltimore at Vegas. And Monday Night Football's top Week 13 audience since 2013. Wow. So they didn't throw any passes in that game. There wasn't a lot of offense. It was weird and windy, but people were engrossed and they watched it. Yeah. Well, what what I find interesting about that game to go back to it is that somehow the Patriots were able to run the football despite everyone knowing by like midway through the second quarter, they're not trying to throw the football. They're going to run the football and yet they still, it could, it could not be stopped, Right. But yet I'm told all the time, like, oh, the other team, they loaded up the box against us. We couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, you could. Patriots did. There are ways to do it, even if they are bringing eight. So that's what I don't want to hear that from, for example. And that's against a good defense. Yes. I don't want to hear that from Kevin Stefanski anymore about, well, teams are just stacking the box against us because they know Baker's hurt. Well, one, that's your choice to put him out there. Two, you got two of the best running backs in the league. Figure it out. Aaron Rodgers should think twice about some of the things that he says, but talking trash to the Bears fans is not one of them. And you're saying this as someone who roots for the Bears. I am a Bears fan. What do you, dude, take it. You have to. This guy has abused you since he's been in the National Football League, even worse than Brett Favre. I didn't think that was possible as a Bears fan because Bears fans would just take their medicine. Every single time Brett Favre came to town, pretty much knew what you were going to get. And Aaron Rodgers has abused you even worse than him. So after the Packers beat the Bears earlier in the season at Soldier Field, Aaron Rodgers yells to the crowd, I own you. And I guess that was offensive to some people. Uh Aaron Rodgers facing off with the Bears again this week. By the way, Justin Fields has been cleared to start that game, so he'll get demolished. And then Andy Dalton will come in at some point when Justin Fields dies on the field. Yeah, that's not good. Here's what... uh, Aaron Rodgers had to say, I don't know that you can question a whole lot of what I said. We've gotten the better of them the last, I don't know, 27, 28 times we've played them for the most part. A lot of times in situations like this, the trash talk is only going to be used if you're getting after that individual that was trash talking. So in order to trash talk, 
You have to have a lot of confidence in what you accomplished and what you're going to accomplish in the future. At some point, what I said will be used against me. That's just part of it. But I have no regrets for saying what I said. And obviously, I think the record kind of speaks for itself. But I get it. At some point, that will be used against me. It is what it is. It is what it is. I don't regret saying it at all. You shouldn't. Well, what I, I want to say that record he's referencing of 27 or 28, isn't it like 22 and 5 that the, that the Packers have been over the Bears since he's been the quarterback? Yes, 22 and 5. Right. So that that is a record that allows you to say, I own you, because he does in this case. 22 and 5 is about as lopsided as it gets in the NFL or in pro sports for that matter. That is an 815 win percentage. However, there are two active quarterbacks that have a better win percentage against other teams that they play a lot. Oh, I thought you were going to say against the Bears. I was going to say that no. would really suck if no. that were the case. Uh, Tom Brady against the Buffalo Bills is 32-3 and three wow. for a 914 winning percentage. Wow. And... Ben Roethlisberger against the Browns. I don't. I know. Is twenty four three and one for an eight seventy five win percentage. Well, he he had the and you know what he's welcome to say it. He had the joke uh, earlier this year. I want to say where he said, "Well, I'm cause about you know because I think Baker had won a certain number of games as the quarterback." And he said, I'm just glad I'm not the winningest quarterback in their stadium anymore. I guess that's nice. And he we was he was the guy who had won the most games as a starting quarterback at First Energy Field for a while. So, yeah, I, there's no answer to that. When someone is dominating you in that way, you just have to say, all right, there's I nothing I can do it. other than hope the next time just you don't it. win. By the way, and I don't wish this for you because I know you wish terrible things for me. I don't wish terrible no, things No, you did. You. When, when you know, Adam Dunn did something or got signed by my team, it was like a big party for you. I don't know that I that came in case. here, you're smiling, confetti's falling from the ceiling. Mm. Yeah, you well, like it. You you that like was just a coincidence. You like when I'm miserable, but I don't like when you're miserable. Oh well, thank you. But tonight, you got the Steelers and the Vikings tonight. We do have the Steelers and the Vikings. The Steelers win this game. Yeah, I mean they're all of a sudden seven five and one in a division where nobody seems like they want to run away with anything. There is a realistic. Very aware of that. There is a realistic chance this Steeler team. Who is not good, by the way. Even if they win this game tonight, no, they are still not good. not good. Could win this division. Of course they could. This is reality. Yes. And making it even worse for me is tonight, I will be out at Coach's Bar and Grill, 1480 Bethel Road, Columbus, Ohio. I'm looking forward to that. But it's the fact that it's for this game. I will be sitting there watching the Steelers at a primarily Steelers-centric place where everyone's going to be watching this game probably being in Steelers gear and I've got to go there and hang out and we're going to have a good time but it's going to be all Steelers fans so if you want to come hang out and watch this lonely Browns fan get owned by the Steelers fans as they probably go out and win this game against the Vikings and get Mike Zimmer fired Devin Cook is back tonight though so at least that's something well all I'll say is this you come out, hang out tonight. We we're giving away a prize presented by Bud Light of a Ryan Shazier like photo that is, you know, for a Steelers fan, that's cool. Signed photo. Yeah, I'm trying to focus on the Buckeye-ness of that photo, but it is him all in Steelers gear. But anyway, that's what we're doing tonight. Come out at 8 o'clock. We'll hang out. We'll have plenty of good stuff there. But yeah, I am, I am with you, Mike, that this game worries me tremendously as a Browns fan because 
I have to now rely on the Vikings to get the job done. Well, this shouldn't, shouldn't just worry Browns fans. This should worry Bengal fans and Ravens fans. Of course. Because you know you're better than these guys. Everyone in this division wants to see the Steelers not win. Not that we want to see any of the other teams win because everyone hates everyone in this division, right? But I think every I think the only unifying thing you might have between Ravens, Browns, and Bengals fans is everyone is sick of the Steelers. So if the Steelers go and take a lead in this division, uh, it's going to suck. But you can't let it happen. You got to hope that tonight the Vikings get it done somehow, some way. I saw a baseball story this morning. You know, every once in a while, there comes a physical specimen into Major League Baseball. And people say, wow, I got to tell you, if, if this guy builds on this rookie year and he continues to do this, this guy could be a Hall of Famer. He's that talented. He's that good. He's made of granite. Yasiel Puig. He was that guy. A lot of people thought he was that guy, man. The way he started out in this league. The way he could do everything. Yeah. Throw guys out on the fly from the warning track. I mean, he he did it all. And now he is 31 years old and he just signed a one-year, $1 million deal to go play in Korea. Man, That's where Yasiel that is, Puig's career is. How old is Yasiel Puig? I just said now? 31 years old. Oh, you old. said 31. I missed it. Okay. Because, no, what I was thinking as you were saying that, you, you mentioning him being a physical specimen, I'm not saying he has the talent level that this next guy I'm about to drop possessed, but from a physical specimen standpoint, was Yasiel Puig the most like physically impressive player we saw pound for pound since Bo Jackson in Major League Baseball? I mean, it has to be... It, Bo Jackson, to me, is one of the most physically impressive people that I've ever Before seen Before he hurt sport. his hip, yes. absolutely. Right. Yes. And I'm saying, when you saw Yasiel Puig for the first couple months, and you saw, like you said, some of these draw jaw in that too, jaw-dropping plays he was making, I, I'm saying that that's the comparable that pops into my head of, man, we only saw very few people able to do some of the things he could do, even though it was just for a few months. And, and then he you know, kind of came back to reality and... But yeah, he was still a very good player for a while in Major League Baseball. But I'm saying at his best, you know, that's that's pretty good. I'm trying to think, Teddy, maybe you can help me out too. Is there a guy physically put together who should be in the conversation with those guys? Bo Jackson before he hurt his hip, Yasiel Puig. I mean, obviously Barry Bonds was ripped out of his mind. I'm not talking about that stuff because those guys also, like Sammy Sosa too, but those guys also were in Major League Baseball for a while and then became that over time. And and that's different. I'm saying, like, the first time you saw them, you said, oh, my gosh, this may be the most complete baseball player from a physicality I'm standpoint sure we've ever seen. Somebody. We probably are, but I'm just... That's that's the com- the comparable that pops in my mind. It's been a while since we've graded rock-hard bodies on this show. <laughs> what about guys like uh, Juan Soto or Giancarlo Stanton? I mean... Yeah, Giancarlo Stanton. But here's the thing with Giancarlo Stanton is as ripped as he is, and he still is, just a ripped specimen, he sort of still looks awkward doing things. A a little bit. You know? Yeah. Well, and and, uh, you could also throw like Aaron Judge into the mix, right? As far as just such a big yeah, physical just, specimen yeah, a, guy that's a separate that's, category big dude i think is a special category right i what i'm specifically getting to is is you know pound for pound is there a more impressive person but i'm saying it was bo jackson i'm saying yasiel Puig got into that conversation where it was you would it have surprised you 
if Yasiel Puig, you saw him play for two months, and then he was like, actually, uh, there's this sport I just found out about called uh, the NFL, and they would like me to try out at running back, and I've decided to do that. No, that would not surprise me. Right. That's that's what I'm getting to, is that he was just, it feels like he could have played more sports if if that was an option for him, if he was talented as Bo Jackson was in multiple sports. So if you want to see Yasiel Puig now, you can catch him in Korea. Joe Burrow and his injured pinky. What's the latest? We'll tell you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on East Long Street at 3rd Street. Traffic is still delayed in that area and still working to get an accident clear from Wilson Road at Fisher Road. Please be careful here as well as, tra- as cars continue to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buying Tech and Pfizer. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. It's Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. I want to talk to you about low testosterone, low T. Columbus Men's Clinic has an expert staff to help with low T. There are many side effects of low T. Low energy, sleep is off, libido is down, depression. If you suffer from these things, you should get checked for low T. And if you're like most men, testosterone will increase your energy, better sleep patterns, better gains in workouts, and increased libido. Most men wait a year or longer. There is no need to wait. Don't suffer in silence. They're located in Columbus, Ohio to serve you. Columbus Men's Clinic. Give them a call. 614-300-7400 or visit them online. ColumbusMensClinic.com Very nice. Uh, I have a story for you, Teddy. But first, Bone, give me a number. Uh, Let us go with 10. Caller number 10 right now. 614 821-9710. Gets a pair of tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw on Monday, February 28th at Nationwide Arena. For tickets and more info, go to Ticketmaster.com. What are you doing over there? Ted and I are just doing a little wrestling thing. I just see you raising up your arm. Ten, and then there. Who was the guy, Ted, that used to do? You know, ten was his. Well, his name is uh, Sean Spears. Now he's in AEW. That's right. Okay. Yes, Sean Spears. But when he was in WWE, his gimmick was that he would do like the little ten thing. Yeah, that that was it. That's all we were doing. Um, actually, he's in AEW right now, working (laughs) strong style. Can I read this other story for Ted? Look at you. Without you, strong style. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sad news for you, Teddy. Jeff Hardy. He's a hundred. And he's been released by WWE following an incident at a live event over the weekend. I got to be honest, man. I thought this guy went away in 1999. I had no idea he was still alive. Oh, yeah. Hardy was sent home from the road by WWE at the weekend following a live event on Saturday, December 4th in Texas. Uh, PW Insider. What is that? Pro Pro wrestling? Wrestling, yeah. Reported that Hardy, who was competing in a tag match, left the ring during the match and disappeared into the crowd, failing to return. Whoops. 
He did then not compete on WWE's live show the next night. I would guess not. They uh, they couldn't find him. Apparently now they have at least enough to say you're fired. Yeah, how 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 was <laughs> that? They'll bring him back a couple months later. But... How would old uh, Vince McMahon have phrased that? What would he have said? Well, I mean, I don't know what old man Vince McMahon would say. Well, what would what would in his prime Vince McMahon say? You're fired. <laughs> now, if you're saying, "Hey, wait a second, it's pro wrestling. Maybe this is one of those their works where they try to get you to think something happened." I tell you right now, if it didn't happen on TV, it ain't a work. This is not Teddy. They, they they would have put this on TV in a second, and they would have made a big deal about it, and they would have publicly done it. This is all. This is different. Teddy's talking on the phone. He's talking to your winner. Oh man! Hey, congratulations! You won the tickets. My man Dakota got the tickets. All right, good for Dakota. I was hoping it was Jeff Hardy who had won the tickets, trying to get back in. <laughs> just hear, you just hear like is that a ladder behind you and he's like yeah i'm jumping on ladder i right know now. in the past jeff hardy has had some substance problems yes, he has. so do we think there's a similar issue here that's what uh i read that you know he just left that uh, show the other night so maybe he was having an issue at that time and possibly wwe asked him to maybe check into a facility to get this checked out and he declined and they said see you later sure all right yeah. And he'll be on AEW in three months. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. You said his brother's on AEW, right? Yeah, that's where Matt's at right now, yes. Is where's, he, where's Lita? <laughs> I don't know. Lita had that thong that she, she would wear, man. That was she odd. would. She would wear it under the pants. Like, so it just, it would <laughs> under kinda, the pants! Kinda, as opposed to over her pants? <laughs> well, I mean, as a, you said she wore a thong for people who didn't watch I, wrestling. I, I understand. She just walk out in I a think, thong. I think most people understand where a thong goes. Yeah, but... It's like, that, just so you know, it's under her pants, not over it. Yeah, she wasn't uh, Doug from the cartoon Doug. <laughs> Wearing the underwear over his pants. Man, we got some good references during this segment. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry I didn't reference a band from the 80s that no one has heard of. I watched Doug, Doug Funny. A, I referenced a cartoon show. Yeah, Doug Funny. Doug You're Funny right. got it on with Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> yes, Patty. I was just kidding. You beat me to what it. What was the blue friend's name? Oh, I forget, but he had some crazy hair. Like a little orange was it, was it, little orange wave going on. Yeah, well, that's going to drive was, was me crazy. Was he a crazy. friend? I thought yeah, he, was no, a, he was a friend. I, is it, or was there all no. three, three of them? No, were friends. I'm not thinking of the same guy. Was there a there was a green guy who was like a bully on Doug? I want to say. I think he wore right. like a leather jacket, something. Ted, you got to tell me who the blue friend was on the cartoon Doug? Because Doug funny, he would Patty when, mayonnaise, Skeeter, Scooter. I mm, I'm not sure. Was Doug when he was wearing the underwear over his pants? He was Quail Man. Am I wrong? I think he was Quail Man. There's a Skeeter on there. Skeeter! Skeeter all what right. was Doug's dog's name? I'll keep looking. Thank you. This oh, oh, I'm getting in my ear right now from Leanna. Porkchop was pork his chop. name. Porkchop. Of course, Porkchop. Something Leanna's good for. <laughs> Ask Leanna. It was Quail Man, right? Quail Man was the, the superhero yes, that Quail Doug Man, would transfer yes. into. Okay. That's correct. Thank she's, you. She's doing some Doug Funny retcon <laughs> this weekend. She knows all about it. We're going to write some fanfic for Patty Mayonnaise. Oh, I back Just, in the day. <laughs> you know they got together. Some erotic fanfic is going to happen. That's right. Uh, Joe Burrow's pinky finger hurt. He did not practice yesterday, did not throw yesterday. They said they wanted to rest it, and that was concerning to some people. But the plan was to get him throwing today, and word is he did throw at practice today. Hmm. Well, that's good. That's that means the swelling wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean the whole the hopeful 
thought there is that he can grit it out until it's good enough where he doesn't have to. But I don't think that his, I don't think in the game that was the issue for them, right? I mean, obviously, if Joe Mixon doesn't fumble there at midfield, you probably go down and score a touchdown. And who knows how the rest of that game plays out. But I know how the rest of that game plays well, out. Right. Bengals win that game. But he was not, I don't think Joe Burrow's finger is going to be that much of an issue. I think he will find a way to get through that. They've got plenty of time to get it prepped and ready and all the rest happening. They're not letting him throw unless they think that it's good enough to go as is. Teddy, will you please seek out the Doug theme song and play it? I'm not going to break until I hear it. Wasn't it kind of like... like yeah. yeah, it was like... Is that right? You're right. I can't believe I remembered that. I can't remember half of anything that I need to remember in my life, but I remember How the How come they don't remake that song. show? They remake everything else. Maybe it was highly offensive and we just blocked it out. <laughs> I don't think it was. Well, no, but maybe they were, I don't know, using things you shouldn't say. I don't know. I don't think it was. Well, yeah, a lot of acapella stuff. You're right. Magical. Leanna is breakdancing right now. I like the electric guitar they throw in oh, there, yeah, too. yeah, they did. A lot of mouth noises going on, too. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's like a fiesta in the background. Ted, make sure this is the radio edit, because there's that one part, you know, where he just starts throwing F-bombs, and you got to be careful. Uh, could a Heisman finalist... What are we... We ran out of show. Could a Heisman finalist skip out on his bowl game? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from Wilson Road at Fisher Road. All lanes have reopened. And still watching that accident on East Long Street at 3rd Street. Traffic is still slow in this area. Traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into. From comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks, right now take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. Break dancing to the beats. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. If you go to our Twitter page, at Man and Bone, we have put a poll up there asking you very simply, should we bring back Bone of Education? Yes or no? So far, 68.3% of you say yes. 31.7% say no. Mm. Without fail, like after the first 10 votes, it's pretty much always the same. 
What does that mean? Like you get 10 votes? Look like this. Oh, 68 to 31. Is, it's not going to vary. You get 1,000 votes. It's 68 to 31. I think you've hit on how uh, statistics work, right? Where they find a number where they're like, that's a representative sample size. And then it's like, well, we could just keep taking questions. Or uh, my point is, you're right. There is a number usually with statistics where they say, all right, we don't need to see any more. That's pretty much what's going to happen. Uh, also, it is, would you rather Thursday send in your would you rather tweets by tweeting at us at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. What else did I have for you? I don't know. What else did you have for I me? I felt like we... Eh. 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 All right. What did I tease? This is me just asking questions of the audience. <laughs> Tell me what I did. Oh, yeah. we have a Heisman Trophy finalist who is not set on playing his bowl game. It is Pitt quarterback Pitt. Kenny Pickett. He is debating sitting out the Peach Bowl. He says, with the recent news out of our team, with Coach Whipple and everybody, I'd say I'm undecided right now. Now, for those of you saying, how could this guy sit out the Peach Bowl? How could he let his entire team down like that? He's been with these guys all season long. They've busted their ass together. It's the final game of the season. And Kenny Whipple, I'm not Kenny Pickett, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kenny Pickett yes. is thinking about sitting it out. Well, his offensive coordinator, that's where Whipple comes in. Yeah. Mark Whipple just left. He just took a job. Right. He just right. took a job and is now Nebraska's offensive coordinator. So he left and said, eh, Peach Bowl, I got to go join my new dumb head coach in Lincoln. See you later. <laughs> we don't say anything about that guy. No, we, well, but that's, that's exactly right. And I don't blame Kenny Pickett at all. I wouldn't blame him if he set out a Rose Bowl. Like I've said, when you have the chance to go in the first round, and right now, if you haven't checked any draft projections lately, he's projected as a top five pick. So I have I have no problem if a guy like that says, yeah, I don't need to go and prove anything. I'm going to go prove what I need to prove if I even do at the combine. But I've already got a lot of people who say I'm the best quarterback in this draft. So I'm going to just go ahead and bank that and not worry about the Peach Bowl. And then, yeah, you have to tell your teammates. That's a tough decision, but hey, man, that's that's life. Sometimes you have to make the right decision for what is good for your future, and that is the right decision. Jackets hosting the Ducks tonight. Covered 630 right here on the fan. Forbes has updated their franchise valuations for 2021. They have the Jackets valued at $475 million which is 30th in the league. Only the Panthers and the Coyotes are lower. Um, so that's the bad news, I guess. The good news is, is that you're up 53% year to year in team valuation. And in a five-year span, team valuation's up 94%. Well, let's also not forget this. I think sometimes when you hear team valuation, there's a temptation to say, oh, does that mean the Jackets don't make money? That's not what they're saying. They are saying... If all of these franchises were available at the same time, which one would go first and for the highest dollar? Which one would, you know, what would be the asking price for all of these different things if all of them are on the market? But as we have talked about every time these lists come out, how often does that happen where every team or a majority of the teams are on the market at one time? The answer is never. So it's going like the market valuation thing is interesting from a standpoint of, 
what is the perception of your team's value around the league. But I guarantee you, if a team the size of the Jackets came on the market tomorrow, it would be worth more than what they say, 450, 475 million. It would be worth much more than I, that. I tend to agree with you. Um, I, I, I don't disagree that the Jackets are on the bottom of the league. Of, yeah, I, I agree with that too. I don't disagree with that, but. You know, to say the Jackets don't make money, year to year they probably don't. If you look at their books and what they spend on payroll, and especially with limited attendance like we've had during pandemic times, I bet they don't make money. They haven't made money. But, you know, when you look at your 401k, technically your bank account isn't any richer, but the investment grows. Year to year, the franchise valuation went up 53%. That's pretty damn good. That's why you and I say, if you get into... Owning a sports team with the intention of making money every single year and that's it, then you're doing it wrong. And these leagues shouldn't approve ownership groups like this. I'm not saying the Blue Jackets are like that. No, 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 no. But but we've seen it from some of these teams. We've seen it from big market teams like the Chicago Cubs. Well, we lost money last year. I got to tell you. Yeah, I know you did. But the Ricketts family have owned the Cubs for about five minutes, and they've doubled their investment. Never forget this when it comes to sports teams, all right? Let's let's take it out of that realm and maybe put it in a realm that's a little more familiar to the average person. Let's say you tried to buy like a, a second home, like a rental home to have tenants. And there, the goal for you is, I'm going to rent this out, and the monthly income I get from that is going to be more than what I actually owe the bank. And so I will make... A little bit of money every month by having this rental property. Well, let's say you can't find renters or some expenses come up. And at the end of the year, you looked at your books and you said, gosh, I actually spent all year long. I spent $500 keeping up this property and the, you know they left a month early and I lost that month of rent. Whatever. You, you actually were technically in the red for one year, right? What you're neglecting to take into account there is that that year... The house got one more year closer to being paid off. You own more equity now in that house than you did prior. That's what sports teams are basically doing. When you're talking about, oh, our ticket sales are down. Oh, we didn't sell as many jerseys. Oh, we didn't get the TV money we hoped to. They're saying we expected to get income from this every year and generate some revenue for us to live off of, some cash for us. But meanwhile, that sports franchise is growing in value 53% 53% you just said this year, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah just this year, 53%. Imagine if you Five had, years span, 94%. Okay, imagine if you had an investment where year to year, your dollar amount, your cash out of it was net zero, but it grew by 53% if you ever sold it. That is value. Yeah. It's just not... Hashtag Bitcoin. <laughs> right. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> right. I hear you, homie. You got it, yeah. In the metaverse... The Jackets are worth $8 billion. <laughs> That's right. I don't they know if are. you know that. Uh, Matt LaFleur is the Packers head coach. He could also double for a hockey coach because I just saw that wide receiver Randall Cobb has a core muscle injury. And Matt LaFleur, uh, LaFleur announces by saying, Cobby's going to be out for a while. Cobby. Hey, Cobby. <laughs> oh, hey, Cobby. Cobby's going to be out for a while. Hey, how you doing? I don't know why everybody has to do that in hockey. What's up, Cobby? Let's add more syllables to the name that's already short. Yeah, or or how about like Randall's going to be out for a while? If you want to, if you want to add syllables, just say his first name. Randall. Uh, do you call him Randall? Randy. 
Yeah, oh, sure. Good, good buddy Randy. How you doing there, Jonesy? RC's going to be out for a while. Is that what you, I don't know what they call him. I don't know how I it haven't, works. I haven't watched a lot of the uh, the TNT hockey coverage. Oh, I've not been able to check that out How's yet. the great one doing? I don't know. Still boring as hell? Teddy, Teddy have, have you, you seen Have you checked it? it out, Teddy, in between watching wrestling? I have not. No, sorry. Oh, it's, it's doing well. The national hockey <laughs> product on TNT, that's a good investment for them. Are they getting any numbers? I have no idea, Mike, but... I don't we'll continue I mean, with questions we don't have the three answers of us to work in sports and in a town where there is a hockey team and none of us have bothered to check into national televised hockey games. I so. watch the jackets. I watch that's, right. and I that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I watch the jackets, but I'm not tuning into TNT right now. There's nothing yet that's piqued my interest. Maybe we get closer to the playoffs. I will. Sure. But not yet. You know what? Uh, you know we were watching the the Leafs game, Jackets and Leafs, the other night. Samantha, right. Samantha loves watching the Jackets. Oh, that's great! She loves the Jackets. Unfortunately, she can't stay up to the end of the game. So I tell her in the morning, you know what happened. Right. She's not been very excited lately. Sure. But uh, first thing she did after that Leafs game, she woke up and asked me if the Jackets won. And I said, No, they didn't win. Then she said, Did they all eat Popeyes on the ice? Because she was so excited that in Toronto, one of the advertisements on the boards was Popeye's chicken. <laughs> yes, they did. They gathered at center yep, ice they, after the game after was the over game, yep. and just ate Popeye's chicken. You could lose by five goals, but if there's some chicken waiting for you on the you ice know, afterwards, you know it is? it's not that bad. That's the that's the adult equivalent of orange slices. That would be that would be something that would help some of the pro athletes become a little more grounded. I think if it was just, hey man, at the end of this hockey game. You're all going to gather at center ice, and you're going to stand there on your skates, and you're going to eat a box of chicken real quick, mm-hmm. and you're going to just stand there and share a meal. And that would get you back out of like, ah, oh, you know, we're just playing a game. We have a little dinner afterwards. It's fine. Degenerate T-Bone is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident causing delays on East Long Street at 3rd Street. Please be careful over here as things continue to clear. You'll also find some heavy backups on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and Spring Street. Traffic is stop and go in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit Sandwich, just $1. Wendy's knows a better breakfast starts with a better biscuit. That's why you can get a hot and buttery Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg, and cheese for just $1. Get your Wendy's Buck Biscuit Sandwich today, limited time only, at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets. At Man and Bone 971. It's a bad day today for the oldest of the Duggar children, mm. Josh Duggar. He uh, was convicted on child porn charges today. Faces several years in prison. Yeah, that's not great. I'm going to go out on a limb and say not great. I'm going to say he's a piece of crap. That's what I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, good call. Yeah. 
Taking yeah. some real hard stances here. Some real yep. going out on a limb here. Hard. I'm going to say, because they always say don't make political statements on the show. Okay. But I'm going to say pedophiles are bad. Can I do that? I think that's a fair statement. Without receiving blow black? Yeah. Blow, I think, hey, blow black. I think that's. Blow back. I think that's a fair statement. So, yeah, he can, uh, in, in the most strongest terms I can say it, he can go to hell. Yeah. So sure his brainwashed wife though will just stick around. How many oh, kids they have? Do they is that a thing? Is she I don't know. Oh, I haven't yes. heard oh she's oh, she defends him. Oh. She doesn't she doesn't think he well, did he, anything. He didn't do it. No. Somebody else did it. Oh, it was framed, huh? Yep, framed. Mm. Well, I I mean I guess that could theoretically be the case, but the legal system seems well, I mean, to she, have a different opinion. She stuck by him when he was uh you know he molested his sisters. There's all yeah. There's this number is, one. This is a history of problems for this dude. Then he was uh, he was hooking up with prostitutes. He was addicted to porn. Was that was that all when he was like on some family? I don't know family advocacy was, group or was, something. It was something he did some job like, in D.C. We yes, the family is the most important thing, and then it's like meanwhile this all is going on. Way to go, hypocrite! Good job. Well, now he's going to be going to prison. Sadly, they don't sentence him for four months, so I think yeah. he's still out now. And I know, and again, I grew up with this. Some people would say, oh, everybody's got problems. Oh, you were without problems. Cast the first stone. It's like, I don't have that problem. I'm not doing that. So yeah, I can cast that stone. Thank you. I will. Degenerate T-Bone now. That was a horrible transition. <laughs> I apologize for that. That was terrible. I should go to prison for that. Degenerate T-Bone. Common man in T-Bones. <laughs> T-Bone. T-Bone. T-Bone's Picks for the Weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. You going to turn your microphone on? Thank you. Comedy of errors. All right. Tonight, Steelers, three-point road dogs at the Vikings. Dalvin Cook looking like he's going to be back for the Vikings tonight. They're saying he passed all the... Necessary requirements. How much will he be used? How effective will he be? That's a whole other question. But because of that, the line has actually moved up from three to three and a half in the last few hours. So for whatever that's worth. But I'm going to tell you this. I We talked about it earlier. It will make me sick to my stomach if it happens. I think the Steelers are going to win this game. I do not think the Vikings... I think this is the game Mike Zimmer gets fired. I think the Steelers will find a way to win this game. And... But the three points is welcome. So if you don't feel that strongly about it, I don't see this being a blowout either way. I think it's close, and I will take the three points there and just live with that. Also, if you're into playing the over-unders, which, of course, can be lucrative if you know what you're doing, over in this, uh, the over for the Steelers has hit four of the last five times they have played on field turf. Now, Steelers' defense is good and is getting healthy. So you might... Be a little concerned. You may want to play the under there. The over-under in this game is 44.5 for what it's worth. I'm staying away from it. I'm just presenting to you the info. I My play would be Steelers plus three at Vikings. But I'm just giving you one of those trends. Sunday, Saints at the Jets. Jets are five and a half point dogs at home. Now, if you missed this last week, Zach Wilson, squishy face, Baby face, squishy baby, face, right? Baby, baby face. No, not squishy. Well, he's not squishy. A little, no, he's not squishy. squishy. No, Cal McCord is new. Oh, squishy that's right. Face. I forgot. Sorry. He's squishy, terrified face. <laughs> Cal McCord. Zach Wilson. I didn't put me in the game because my face is too squishy. 
We're up Zach by 50, Wilson Kyle. is just a baby. Yeah, he's a he's a grown man toddler baby. That's right. Well, Zach Wilson did have arguably his best performance of his rookie year last week against Philadelphia. They lost though. They lost 23 of 38, but he threw for 226 yards and two touchdowns. Did have a pick, had a touchdown run as well. Robert Sala was very high on the performance. He said, you know, if we'd have given our offense a chance in the third quarter, perhaps we would have kept things going. Here's what I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to make a bold prediction. Make it. Jets, take it to the Saints. That Saints defense is bad. I don't believe in it. I Taysom don't trust Hill. it. Taysom Hill's bad. I don't care about Taysom Hill. I, I already saw I saw him last week, and he, was, he looked good for parts of last week. Threw four picks. Yes, that was the part that was bad, but he had good moments Ouchie as well. Finger. I'm telling you right now, Jets win, but five and a half points. Take that if you want to take it. I'm saying take them outright. That's where I'm going. Niners at the Bengals. The Bengals are plus one and a half at home. Can you name the good win for me for the 49ers that they've had all season long? At the Lions, at the Eagles in week two, which still at the Eagles is not great, but at the Eagles week two, they were definitely bad. At the Bears. Yeah. The, yeah, that's a yeah, big win. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Rams at home. Yeah, that's okay, a good win. That's a good win. That's a good win. All right. Then they've beat at they beat the Jags on the road and they beat the Vikings at home. Yeah, not very good. Okay. And also, did you know the Niners account for two of Seattle's four wins of obviously getting them one last week? They're the favorites at Cincinnati? I again I'd take the Bengals straight up to win this game, but Plus one and a half for the Bengals. I'm you surprised they're the favorites. Take the points. I don't understand it. I, I know I'm it. sure some of that is around Joe Burrow, ouchie finger, but if you can get that one, get it. And finally, I'll give you a few futures. I know you may not be paying a lot of attention to the NBA. I am. So let me just run through the top five or six favorites right now for the NBA title. Nets are plus 250. Sell. That, mm-mm. Nope. Do not, do not do that. Warriors at plus 550. Buy. Warriors are probably going to win the championship this year. They are they're going to get Clay Thompson back. He's going to be hitting threes from 40 feet away and all two-way player of the year, all that stuff. He'll he'll be fine when he gets back finally on the court. Don't even worry about that. Plus 550 is where I would go. I would buy the Warriors right now. I would buy the Suns at plus 800. It's going to be one of those two out of the West. The Lakers do not do not buy that. That is bad. They are awful. They can't play defense. But the team to go, if you really want some value, Mike, the Bulls, oh, 25 yeah. to 1. Lost to the Cavs last night, though. That's all right. The Cavs are good. Cavs are a nice, frisky team. They're How's fun. Maroon 5 doing? <laughs> Maroon 5? You mean Evan Mobley? Who are you talking no. about? Uh, Levine. Oh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. I, I didn't know Maroon he came up with some weird name for Evan Mobley because I don't know why. Because he's wine and gold. I don't know. Uh, Zach Levine, he's good. He's fine. But the Bulls are one of these frisky teams that I think if they got into the playoffs, they are a tough matchup for everyone, and they will get to the playoffs. They are 25-1 to 1 right now to win it all. I say if you're going to pick a team out of the East, not the Nets, not the Bucks, go with the Bulls. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Still watching that accident on East Long Street at 3rd Street. It is taking quite some time to get this clear. Please be cautious over here in the meantime. You'll also find some heavy delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and Spring Street. Traffic is stop and go and building. Traffic Report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Fan I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You know, Bone. Yes, man. It's December 9th. And uh, Santa's very busy this time of year. I've heard that. Santa's very busy. And, you know, he can't always get away from the North Pole, so he needs some help this mm. time of year. That's right. So uh, I, I'm, I'm helping him. How are you helping? This weekend, where I'm... Uh, I'm putting on the suit oh. at home. Okay. And we're having a special visit. From not real Santa. Well, uh, you know, real Santa's too busy to visit. I gotcha. Okay. But uh, but I'm going to pretend to be Santa this weekend. Nice. And you know, I did this last year, too. How'd that go over? Well, you tell me. I made the video for your kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. I forgot all about it. You know, I, I took a lot of time out to do that. You have three of them now, too. Why don't you have some more? Jesus. <laughs> no, I was thinking about how your time went. Yes, but you did, and that was very nice for you to do. And you did a great job in what I saw. I didn't see how it went with you know in your house, but I saw what you sent me, and that was great. It went well. I think this is the last year I'll be able to do it. Oh, yeah? You know, well, she, I don't know. She may look at me this year and say, I know who you are. You're not the real Santa. Mm. Yeah, and then, and then you got to go get the real guy. And that- well, he's too busy. Is a pretty bit. Nobody's too busy. Price price has got to be right. That's all I know. Price. So Santa. Yeah. Takes bribes. Yeah. I, what? Yes, of course. He he accepts. If you are you not aware of this? Yes, we we uh, may or may not be doing that at our house. You get the real Santa. I'm just saying it must be nice. It is nice. Right, well, it must you. be nice for who you. Yeah, it is nice. I mean, That's I'm, I'm slumming it, putting on a suit myself. Yeah. Well, you got to step your game up. That's what I know. Got to get that. You got to get that request in early March. That's when you make the call. I do my best too because I glue everything on. Do you really? I glue the mustache on separately from the beard, and I dye my eyebrows. Oh wow! Yeah, man, that's not. I mean, I know that there are people who do the the you know dressing up thing, and they like to do that, and they will dye. Like, oh, grow out a beard and then dye it. I didn't know you were dyeing your eyebrows. You yeah. obviously don't have a beard. Yeah. I'm I'm going authentic. Look at you. I have a white merkin that I'm 
using as well. Is there any need for that, or is that just no, method? Just is, are you just more of a method just actor? Just for me to get in character. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe the real Santa will just surprise you and uh, spread some holiday cheer. Wouldn't that be confusing? I hope, I hope so. If what there's you, two Santas? What are you going to do then? I'll buy, I'll buy if out. Real, if real Santa shows up while you're dressed up as, you know, your your version, which is a nice homage. I'm, I'm helping. Yeah, that's fair. That's right. Speaking of Santa and the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. We just, uh, MLB Network is running all old games because they're blocked out and they have no studio shows. They were just showing the the Mets and the Braves from 1999. Mm. And that that's a tremendous year. That, that's my wheelhouse. I love that. You remember that year? I remember 99. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Good. Big, big year for me. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. What was going on for you in 99? I was touching boobs. Oh, okay. In 1999. <laughs> let, let's time. Yeah. I haven't had one of those in a while. But good speaking of <laughs> Christmas cheer, I saw Andrew Jones from sure. the Atlanta Braves. Some people think he's a Hall of Famer. I do not. But my favorite Andrew Jones story is when they had the big scandal down in Atlanta with the Gold Club, the strip club down there, which was also acting as a VIP like prostitution ring. A lot, a lot of things were going on. A lot of things were happening in the VIP. And several big-name celebrities were called to the trial. Patrick Ewing yep. was one of them. He wore his knee pads. Because <laughs> he, he never goes never anywhere. Takes him off. That's right, right. He never yeah. goes anywhere without his knee pads. Of course. And Andrew Jones was there because, you know, he frequented the Gold Club. And he's under oath. He's sitting there. And the prosecutor says something like, Mr. Jones, can you please tell the ladies and gentlemen of the jury why you frequented the gold club mm-hmm. hey you know the, a lot of the athletes that were brought up there gave some sort of pc answer said something oh it's a good place to hang out with friends and unwind after a sure, game andrew yeah. jones did none of that he looked the prosecutor right in the eye and said i like the girl on girl action <laughs> hey you know what merry christmas you're in a court of law. What do you want yes! to do? Perjure no, himself? He's right. I mean, you might perjure yourself at the Gold Club, but you're not going to perjure yourself in a court of law. Gold That's Club what I know. closed up. That was gone. Yeah, of he course. had to find someplace else for girl on girl action. I'm sure he did. I'm going to tell you, Atlanta. They've they 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 have they've, they've rebounded. Been fine. They've, yeah, they've been all they're right. doing all right in that regard. I think they are okay. I like the girl on girl action. Thank you, Mr. Jones. You're not a Hall of Famer. You've been, you've been excused from the He gave the, an the honest answer. It's more you can say for Rafi Palmero when he got in front of Congress. And That's he just, exactly right. Right? I mean, you got honesty is valued. So thank you for being honest. I appreciate that. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars. Best people. Peace of mind. Buckeye Hoops beat Towson last night. 85-74. Buckeyes never really looked comfortable. They got off to a big lead. You know, it was late night. Crowd was dead on ESPNU. Didn't even bother to send announcers to the game. I know. And I'm sure the you know team got out to the what was it, thirteen to four lead or thirteen to two lead, and said, "All right, we're done for the evening." And and Towson was a good plucky team, and they they stayed around. Yeah, I was getting a little concerned where they kept being able to find you know open looks, hit a three. Their big guys were getting some work done down low, and I thought, "This, let's not make this a game where we have to go for the full forty minutes. Let's let's get well, to a did. point. 
Yeah, they they, the they got out of it though. Pulled back out of it and and got oh not it was not like a blowout, but obviously in the second half they started to kind of they built the lead and then kept Towson at bay. So that's good. Big one with Wisconsin on Saturday. I believe that's a noon tip right here on the fan. Joe Burrow is dealing with the injured pinky. He did not throw at practice yesterday to rest it. He did throw today. No reports of increased swelling or anything like that. So he should be good to go this weekend. Hugh Jackson, your guy, former Browns coach. He was the offensive coordinator and Eddie George's staff at Tennessee State this year, which I totally forgot about. And he is the new head coach at Grambling State. All right. Let him live. I li- listen, I, I don't think that Hugh Jackson is really cut out for being a head coach in the NFL. Or if if he is, it's not where that situation in Cleveland was not tenable. So he's he not had getting another on. opportunity to do that. I would think not unless he goes back and is a you know great coordinator for a few years and, and gets another look. I'm going to say but- if he wins the national championship at Grambling State. <laughs> He may get another look. Right. I'm just saying, if he wanted to go be a coordinator in the NFL, that he could possibly do. But no, this is cool. If, if, you know, that's a, that's a big get for that school, right? Wouldn't you say Grambling State getting a former NFL head coach? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then for him, if, if that's where he's comfortable doing it, I'm sure he will do well in that role. So good. Good for everybody all the way around. Let him live. Jackets hosting the Ducks tonight, coverage 630, right here on The Fan. Forbes has updated their franchise valuations for 2021. They have the Jackets valued at $475 million, which is 30th in the league. Only the Panthers and the Coyotes are lower. Now, these are just valuations, of course. The Jackets were to come up for sale. There is a good chance they sell for more than that. But, you know, at least with the Forbes valuations, they are up year to year 53%. And they're up uh, in the five-year time span, 94%. I bet you, because I, I don't think the Jackets will be selling for a while, I I would not be surprised at all if the Jackets, by the time they ever do come up for sale, the sale price will be over a billion dollars. Like, I, I don't I don't have any well, doubt. Well, not, not today. It, it That's what be. I'm saying. Right. I'm saying by the time it does come up yes, for sale, it, which it, will not be, be for a long right. time, I'm guessing it, the valuation will be there. I bet you today, if they actually were on sale, they were the only NHL team available. Well, we just had this with the Penguins. The Penguins were just sold. Yeah. A little different situation than the Blue Jackets, but they sold for, I want to say, $910 million. Yeah, I bet the Jackets are easily over five $600 million range. I don't think it's the, what did you say, four four seventy five. Yeah, they'd be, yeah, probably over $600 million is my guess, but... The reality is when a team comes for sale, you're not competing against all the other teams that are out there and which one would you rather own. It's, do you want to buy in the NHL? This is the team that's for sale. So if you want to get in, this is how you do it. Thursday night football tonight. Steelers at the Vikings. It is a big game for both of these teams. Even though the Vikings are two games under 500 and just lost to the Lions, they are shockingly still alive for the playoffs. Mike Zimmer is coaching for his job at this point. And the Steelers, if they win this game, they're 7-5-1. and one. And there's a very realistic chance they could win this division despite not really being any good. Yeah, I, I am sickened by that thought. But I also take a look at this situation tonight. And sure, you can you can make the case that the Vikings, they might be able to do something here because of the fact they're getting Dalvin Cook back. And Kirk Cousins statistically has not been 
bad this no, year. I he's know, got a lot of stats that say that he's good. But don't you play know, fantasy football with him. I'm not. What I'm going to say is Kirk Cousins in the moment when you need him to make you a throw, nine times out of ten, he's not doing it. And that is, I think, the difference there. Now, Ben Roethlisberger on the other side is also noodle-armed as all noodle-armed quarterbacks get. It's December. I don't know what you expected. If you're the Steelers' brain trust, did you not think this would be the case? But your your concern is can your offensive line hold up enough to keep him upright and actually run the football? Because I think if that can happen, and Vikings defense is certainly right for that to occur, yeah, I, I think the Steelers are going to win this game. I'm, I'm not going to be surprised when they do it. I actually picked them to win it, so find out, but... That That is something that I do believe they can get done because I think they are now rounding into a bit of form and they're going to try to say, no, we've got one more last go with Big Ben. And then maybe in a few weeks they fall apart, but I don't think it's tonight. The Rundown. The Rundown. We're back to talking about Russell Wilson getting traded. I will give you the latest coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from East Long Street at 3rd Street. All lanes have reopened in that area and traffic is flowing freely there once more. And still watching an accident blocking the two left lanes of 71 southbound after Polaris Parkway. Traffic is stop and go and still continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Say big at Meyer on your holiday ham. Right now, cook spiral sliced half hams for just 89 cents a pound. That's right, just 89 cents a pound. So you can put more on everyone's plate. Limit one. See the Meyer app or Meyer.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Man is angry, bone is fat. They are both also those other things. This is Man and Bone. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. You know how yesterday we were talking about QVC hosts and how they're like tasting food for four hours. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they don't have to just stop and take a crap. I've got a little something happening. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, what did you eat recently? Have you had anything today other I mean, than I lunch? Had, I had my regular lunch. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, but whatever, it's working it's, on you. Something's knocking at the door. It's mm. almost like that feeling where you've been kicked in the nuts. Yeah, it's that type of feeling. Which I gotcha. Means it's wet and wild. <laughs> what a way to describe it! You are a wordsmith. Well, I mean, you've got you know, I don't firm, know where you got to birth it. Yeah, this is you, not going to be that. This is not that. This, this is, is colon blow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you just hear me disappear halfway through the segment, you know why. Or if you prefer, I mean, I can pull a, a Les Grobstein, just crap right here in the studio. No, I would not prefer that. What I would prefer, actually, is if you can use, when you do have to do this, if you can use the bathroom closest to the 10TV studios, just so everyone who is watching 10TV can hear you in the background, just like 
yelling and, you know, making all that extra noise that's probably going to accompany this. My pleasure. Yeah, you should. Maggie's go right go ahead. crap right on the desk if you want. Well, I wouldn't do that. I mean, that's that's a bit disrespectful. And in today's news, ah, who are you? That is Actually, you know what? That's what would happen. The first question would be, who are you? Who are you? Who are you, people who work in the same building as the rest of us? Are you here for the toy drive? Oh, no. Oh, you're not. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know who I'm being right now. Maybe it's is it my Yolanda impersonation. Here's what I feel like, though. I feel like if, I don't know, if a 10 TV anchor came in here and crapped on the desk in here, it would be like, well, guys, you don't understand. It's been a long day. They had the toy drive. Calm down. Let, look, it wasn't appropriate, but we're, you know, we're letting them know it wasn't appropriate, and that's that. But if we did it. If we went in there and crapped on a desk, instant firing. Gone. And you know what? Rightfully so. Rightfully, I'm not on the side of not firing for crapping on the desk. I'm saying I think that should be applied everywhere. I'm with you. Should not be different standards. Uh, Russell Wilson, last offseason, he was disgruntled. We thought maybe he was going to get traded. They worked things out. Him and Pete Carroll made out. And now I, the, I hope so. Now the team is bad again. They're four and eight on the season. And, you know, the speculation is that he's going to be out. He's going to waive his no trade clause. He's going to be out of there. And I saw this tweet today. Sources Russell Wilson would strongly consider waiving his no trade clause for. These three teams. Are you ready? I am. Go ahead. The Giants, because pff, why wouldn't you want to be there? That's an organization you want to join up with. Yeah, They've why just wouldn't been you so be successful there? over the last few years? The Broncos. All right. I mean, playoff half, position. Halfway decent. Well, I'm going to say halfway decent team with really no quarterback situation to speak of. So, yeah, you plug him in there. They're probably a much better team. And the Saints. Now, Saints are not very good. Uh, they still have defensive issues they have to figure out in the offseason, but you would assume that Michael Thomas comes back. Yeah. Alvin Kamara comes back. Mm-hmm. You add Russell Wilson to that equation, all of a sudden that offense looks pretty damn good. Well, and you didn't even mention Seeker Weapon, Taysom Hill, who can do everything else. Well, that he just becomes Slash again. Yeah, he right. He can go back to actually being the football player guy that he should be, not being a quarterback, which is never, I don't think, ever going to happen. It's not a bad idea. Put him with. I mean, if if the Saints are able to pull that off, they will be right back in the thick of being a Super Bowl favorite and all that stuff. But you're right; he would not solve all their issues. You do still have to have a defense, so that's going to have to be addressed. Interesting developments in Jacksonville. So Urban is two and ten. That team is not any good. But now you have the fan base questioning Urban's involvement in what's going on. You got James Robinson, who is. I think their best offensive player. Well, as of what's been actually proven on the field, yes. He's on and off the field sporadically, and he's averaging five yards a touch. Yes, he did have a fumble on Sunday, but does that mean you just bench him for pretty much the entire game? Carlos Hyde had a fumble on Sunday, too, and he was out there for the very next possession. And then when you're down by 30, you've got James Robinson in the game. He has been nursing injuries. You would think it makes no sense to put him out there in that situation. Well, but that's that was part of the confusion, right? Is, well, maybe they took him out of the game because of injuries. But you hear these comments, and it doesn't sound like that was the case. No, and then Urban was asked after the game, what's the deal? And he says, I don't know. 
I got to look into it. I don't question. know. I don't know. Well, you should know. You have a headset on. I don't micromanage my assistants. That's the running backs coach job. No, it's your Let job. Let me dude. translate the urban for you. It's he does your know. job. He does know. He just doesn't want to tell the media. Well, now so that's his patented answers. Oh, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence, who has not said anything at all this season, other than I need to get better. I think we're pretty good. We're pretty close. You know, ultimate team guy stuff. Right. Right. And he's coming out and he's talking about this situation, saying James Robinson needs to be on the field. Here's a quote from Trevor Lawrence. In my eyes, obviously, I'm the one that's out there. I see all the pieces moving. I see the whole picture. Bottom line is James is one of our best players, and he's got to be on the field, and we addressed it. And I feel like we're in a good spot, and the whole team, we're good. Whatever may have happened, I honestly don't even know everything that went into it. I'm playing the game, and stuff happens on the sideline with coaching decisions. I don't really get into that, but I know and I voiced my opinion. James is one of our best players, and he's got to be in the game. I think we're all on the same page, so there's no confusion there. We're going to move forward. James is a hell of a player, so I want him out there. Pretty amazing that, number one, that apparently occurred. Even more amazing is that it's being talked about publicly. Right? I mean, it's one thing for a rookie quarterback to go into also a rookie head coach's office and say, that's BS. Why did that not occur? Why was one of our best players off the field for all this time? I need an understanding and an explanation of that. He apparently got one that wasn't satisfactory and said, look, he has to be out there. That's it. That That is something that I'm sure happens a lot of times in the NFL that players will go make requests of different things or they want to see something but for a rookie to do it that is a little bit spectacular to then go out to the media and say yeah i told these idiots i'm putting words in his mouth i told my coaches that we need our best player out on the field thanks and they listened i i just don't understand how urban has doubled down too on the fact that bernie parmalee the runnings back running back coach decides who plays <laughs> and who doesn't play i have no idea why what, what type that. of system is that well, this is why I go back to when we talk about these different college jobs that have come open and all this other stuff. This is why I'm not convinced that, I, and I guess I have to be now because the jobs of all, all the big jobs are pretty much gone. But I, I was not just joking around saying that maybe Urban would consider taking one of those jobs. Part of it is because this is what happens in the NFL. Sure, it's a little out of the ordinary for your rookie quarterback to be saying this in the media, but the reality is, Players will talk to the media and say, we're not getting the job done as a coaching staff. It's not fair to the rest of the guys. They have no problem doing that. That's not something you're going to get in college. That is adding to urban stress yet again for a team that is not winning and does not seem to have a ton of answers. Would you rather is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slow traffic to watch out for right now. You are going to find some delays on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and Spring Street. Traffic has been slow throughout the entire afternoon. Plan on some backups some more. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit Sandwich, just $1. Wendy's knows a better breakfast starts with a better biscuit. That's why you can get a hot and buttery Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg, and cheese for just $1. Get your Wendy's Buck Biscuit Sandwich today, limited time only, at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Geico Insurance. The best Would You Rather gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies and the Walrus are the downtown locations for pre- and post-game parties for all Columbus entertainment and sporting events. Show your ticket to any event for that day and receive an employee discount. T-Bone is going to be the celebrity judge at Pecan Penny's Chili Cook-Off on Sunday, mm-hmm. December 12th. Cook-Off is from noon to 4, and T-Bone will be there from 2 to 4, and the Browns are playing. Are you ready, Bone? I am ready. Uh, who is this? Common Man's Pizzeria. Okay. I, I'd go to that place. Says my guys. You're going to see Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, hey, I got him. No, I got him. I want that sack. Common man, would you rather start your own pizza chain or star in a reboot of Man vs. Food? Ooh. I hate eating challenges, so that's easy for me. Yeah, you'd start I'll your start own pizza my chain. Pizza chain. T Bone, mm-hmm. would you rather be a majority owner of a Euro soccer team or Canadian hockey team? Well, I'm going to pick soccer. You might just think because I like soccer a lot, and I do, but a European soccer team will be worth probably a lot more than even a Canadian hockey team, so I think I'm going to take that. Colin says, my guys, uh, 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 uh. would you rather add Rimmer as a third host and he only drops names of people that ignored him at the bar or add Jay Burson as a third host, but he only remotes in on his X-Files phone? <laughs> mm. I'll take Rimmer. Yeah, I guess so. Rimmer would be fine. Either way, that'd be fun. Uh, Mariah? Is that how we... Mar- Mariah, yeah. Mariah? Just spelled differently? All right, let her live. My guys. Could use a little love right now. There they are working those balls. Would you rather have Michigan lose a close game to Georgia or beat Georgia and then get absolutely annihilated by Alabama? I take the humiliation. Wait, of, of getting annihilated yes, by Bama? Yes, getting annihilated by Bama. Because if you, they lose a close no. one to Georgia, Listen then it's, to me. well, you know, they were one or two plays away from being national champions. I want to leave no doubt that Here's, they're not no. the best team in college football. All right, fine. Here's the counterpoint to that. There's no counterpoint. You're wrong. No, the counterpoint is you can't shame someone who has no shame. Michigan has had no shame for the last... Because it's been awful. They're, they've are they lived in shame, so they don't know what that feels like. They don't know what it actually feels like to get beat in a championship game and go, oh, man, we weren't the best. No. If they lose to Georgia close, they will feel no shame. If they get annihilated by Bama, they'll say, we made it to the national championship game. We're the second best team. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody could beat Bama. Like, or whatever. Let me tell they, you something. Either way, I know they're going to say that. to get annihilated by Bama in the championship game. And it sucks. I'm telling you, they. I just want them out. I don't want there to be any chance. I don't. I don't want All one right, more week fine. where they could possibly win a national championship. Right. Well, Lose to Georgia. It's guaranteed. It doesn't matter. There's I no want if here. They I get annihilated out. by Alabama. I want them out. Zach says, "My guys." Yeah, they. They definitely are monitoring his load. Would you rather never have the ability to have anything you own get cleaned, or only be able to sleep on a hardwood floor? I could sleep on a hardwood floor. You could. Yeah, I probably could. I'll just take the dirty. You guys have to smell me. No, no, no. But anything you own, like your house, just is filth. Oh. oh. Anything you own. I didn't think that through. Your car. Everything that you, All right, that I'll, you I'll, use. I'll sleep on the hardwood floor. Right, yeah. Uh, Quentin says, my guys. Bah! Bah! <laughs> 
Would you would you rather adopt Carlos Baerga's pregame ritual? <laughs> if you've missed that, he slaps his pee-pee on a steel stool. Yeah. Or Curtis Lascanic's odd habit of running naked on a treadmill. With a football with helmet a, With on. a Green Bay Packers football helmet. You know what? I'd rather do that. Oh, yeah. I'd rather that run naked. That seems much more freeing. I mean, it's you're not slamming your wiener up against a piece of steel. It is exercise, though, so that would be the only negative. Um, Heike Mikey says, my guys. Oh, my! Me and a co-worker just had an argument. As the owner of the L.A. Rams, would you rather roll with Matthew Stafford next year or sell out for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Heike Mikey says, I chose Stafford. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, you you got any gum? Uh, you're fine. I mean, I don't know what the trade value is there, like what you have you to sell do. sell out. Okay, but what are we talking picks? Yeah. Picks? Yeah, I do that. I trade all the picks. They don't, for have, they don't have any picks. Oh, well then then uh, That's I don't the know. Problem. Then do you have to trade players? So I don't know what you can trade, right? Because then that means how weak is your team? Anyway, Aaron Rodgers is the answer. Uh Zach B says my guys. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. Would you rather get a paper cut on your tongue? Oh God! Or have a booger in your nose oh. all day that you can't quite reach? Uh, the booger thing's annoying, but I'll take that. Yeah, me too. The painfulness of the paper cut on your tongue. Ooh. Uh Lord Fartbox says, "My guy." Oh yes. Common man, would you rather be forced at gunpoint to complete and pass a fifteen-week college-level calculus class? retaking the class every time you fail or you could forego that situation by never having a slice of pizza again well i mean i can't answer for you but i have a thought once you give your answer i'm so stupid i don't think i could actually learn it you could learn i don't think i could but here's the point that you would have i'm so bad at math so you're just so you're forced to do it and you have to complete it until you pass which means you might have to take this thing for seven years in a row. But every time you walk into that class, you can take with you a giant pizza and sit there and eat pizza while you're trying to comprehend calculus. I All think right. that's better. Clint says, my guys. And he gets stoned. Would you rather Paul Assassin be your child's babysitter or Joe West be your <laughs> child's godfather? Well, I would just not go out and say, yeah, you're our babysitter. We don't need you. But I... Joe West is the godfather? No, I gotta... He'll be at yeah, functions. But, he'll be at family things. I gotta see him. Paul Assassin's probably gonna be over at some point with her monkey. Yeah. You I'm, have to leave the house. No, 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 no. I don't. I would just say, I'm sorry, we're not getting a babysitter anymore. My kids are getting old enough. We'll be fine. Goalie Tom says, my guys. Fills in the cracks and gaps. Form your home. Would you rather have Harbaugh prosciutto... Mm. Or never lose to him again. I mean, I'll have some Harbaugh prosciutto. You what? Yes, I'll eat it if it guarantees me I don't lose to Jim Harbaugh no, ever no, no, again. No no, 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 no. He said, "Would you rather have Harbaugh prosciutto or never lose to oh, him I again?" Th- I thought I had to have or Harbaugh not. Prosciutto. Okay, maybe he meant it that way. I well, took it. That as- makes no sense. I'd of course ne- I never want to lose to him again. I wouldn't want to eat Harbaugh prosciutto either way. Well, either way, you know what? I would I would do you whatever would it do takes it. to not have to lose to him again. So eat the hardball prosciutto, not eat it, whatever. I'm All doing right, pick that. a winner. A lot of good ones today. Trying to think where I want to go here. Uh, you know what? I am going to go with 
Quentin. Quentin. Nice pick, Quentin. Gets himself a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. The song of the day today is by a band called Garbage. Love Garbage. What this show is Stupid Girl. The album it appears on is from 1995. The single was released in January of 96, peaked at number 24 on the Billboard Hot 100. The label also eventually released like a Joey Bosa dance remix that did very well in the clubs on the charts. Mm-hmm. I've always found Shirley Manson, who is the singer, guitarist, very underrated. Garbage, by the way, is still active, releasing a new album this year, and they're kind of a unicorn. Because really? they've been going since the 90s and have undergone zero lineup changes. It is the same band it was in 1995. My wife just saw Garbage with Alanis Morissette a few months ago. She said they were great. All right. Still doing well. Garbage. Single from 1996. The new album, by the way, is not bad if you want to check it out. I will tell you, I fell in love with Garbage because of Gran Turismo 2. Did you ever play that game? No. Racing game, PlayStation. They had, I think I'm Paranoid, as one of the menu songs. That like when you were on the menu and selecting the racetrack and what car you were going to use, that song was like one of the songs that just played over and over and over again. And I eventually said, who is this? And I saw it was garbage, and I started listening to them, and they're great. Backpage is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the center lane of Route 315 southbound at King Avenue. Plan on some heavy backups as they try to get things clear. Watch out for cars as they swerve to avoid this disabled vehicle. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Hey, yeah, Thursday. Tough, tough day today. No updates. Half an hour show. That's not, that's simply not true. No, he, he was. I did, have, did you do updates? I had a four hour update shift. I heard Paul doing updates during our show. I was doing them before Paul. Oh, that and, doesn't count. Well, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't yes, count. It does, it does count. But true. he was also on TV earlier today, so you had that going on. How'd that go with you the, and the uh, Buckeye guy? Well, not together. It's not me and Buckeye Guy. Buckeye Guy was there. I was doing a TV hit with Buckeye Guy. 
No, but you he were out there. He did come by were... with somebody, and they dropped some toys off. So let that's them nice. Live. Good. Yeah, that's, that's great. Hey, the kids are getting toys. That's a kids good thing. Get, kids need to get toys. We had the Big Ten TV toy drive out there, and a lot of great people showed up and dropped off some toys. So mm-hmm. That was wonderful. I, I saw the entire... Ohio State hockey team showed up today. Yeah, they were here pretty early. Dropped off some stuff. Yeah, they were here early. And Steve Rollick is going to come on the Buckeye Show again tonight. They got the big Michigan series Friday and Saturday. That's right. At Value City Arena. So well, you looked very big. you look very dapper today. You like the you clothes? Had a, you had a new sport coat on. I did. Yeah. Yep. I got to wear my overcoat, too, that only goes with dress clothes. See, I can't That's wear it. an overcoat because I'm a short guy. And overcoats, to me, don't look good on short men. Well, can't they get that fitted for you? Can't they give you a length well, that you they, desire? They couldn't. Yes, they could, but my legs look small anyway. And so even if you give me an appropriately sized overcoat... I got what you're saying. It just doesn't just, look good. Doesn't, doesn't fall right on me. There's a what certain about amount. the peacoat, though? Well, peacoat's different, right? I mean, that's, you dig one of those? What's a peacoat? What's well, the difference? It's, a, it's, it's, it's a, not like full length. It's like a half length jacket. And it's more that material, though, that you usually see yeah. in an overcoat. But it's, it's like the wool, oh, I, okay. it's like the wool material. Yeah. You can get the big buttons. You can have a nice like collar that you can either put up or lay down, depending on what your mood yeah, is. I don't, I don't really have a nice coat. And it would look correct over a you know suit or if you're wearing a blazer in the wintertime. I don't really go anywhere where I would need it. Yeah, I'll, I was, just, I'll just I'll just go suit suit. I'm not, say, I'm not Timmy, shoveling how, the driveway. Yeah, in my how often are you doing? Coat. How often do you, does that happen with you, where you need a nice never, overcoat? Like, never. Today never. was a good day for yeah, it. Yeah, today well, worked out great. I mean, I could understand when if you're in the TV business and you're doing outside yeah. live hits, you would need something like that in the wardrobe. Like Adam King, he was wearing his favorite coat again out there. What is his he deal with that? Wears the crap out of that coat with the he, puffy hood. It's a, it's a big like Gore-Tex Costanza like pretty coat. looking coat, but it's not. It's like a fine a, coat. It's not like a dress coat, but it looks nice. But he wears it for hours at his desk. He, he doesn't does. take it off. He wears it indoors. It's not just he's wearing it outside. Well, I see, want to yank the coat right off of him now. This is a little different because of our uh, weight disparities, but if he too is cold in this building, then it's good to know there's at least someone else who feels that. Because I sit at my desk sometimes and caught myself today going, I was blowing into my hands. You I don't was so wear cold. a winter coat in here no, with I like don't. a fur He's lining. He was cold, my though, point he commiserates. is, I'm saying. I literally have thought about it, putting the coat on, and I thought, no, because if I do that, I'm going to hear from everyone. Man, you're right. Who's going to wear you're the right. coat? You're right. He's defending. He's defend. Instead of piling on, he's defending. So this is default. What did I do? What did I? This is why. No, your this default, is my default. Well, actually, let's take a look no, at we, it we, from we, his perspective. <laughs> you are that guy. Yeah, my default is trying to be empathetic to other yes, humans. Yes, you're right. Yes. I am. He's a, he's I, am a polite, no, I apologize no, for nothing. There is no. If you are, if you nothing, are so cold nice. that you have to wear your winter coat for eight hours during your shift, then you know what? Then you should say that something to somebody. By the way, that was not me defending him. That was me saying. At least someone else feels the cold in here. I have thought I was the only one, and that's why I didn't bring it up. Because I wouldn't bring it up to anybody, because I knew this would happen. I, If he's cold, too, it's like, oh, good, there's someone else who thinks it's cold in here. I can hear you. I hear Anthony complaining about the weather in here all the time. I just, honest, honestly, well, you, see, Anthony, and King. I didn't complain, though. What I just, a trio that is. I just sit there. Paul Keels and I are wearing short sleeves, enjoying ourselves. I don't, I don't feel the cold you, inside. You, Anthony, and King. I don't I'm, feel the cold I shiver anywhere. in here all the time. Now, what do you think we should do about it, T-Bone? I've elected you leader. You got to go say something about here's it. Here's my rule. 
if it's just me, I wait to hear if anybody else has the concern. No, it's Rothman too. I think you guys should form a committee. To do what? To go, go head to head with you. Make it warmer. That'll work out. Committee. That'll work out well. We'll go head to head with you, and that'll work out great. Well, we'll see who wins. I don't want to see who wins because I know the answer. I'll make it colder in here. I know you will. What's that thermostat on right now? Not cold enough. It says sixty-eight. Oh, sixty-eight. I I get on fifty-eight in here, no problem. Frigid in here. (laughs) What's your house set? What's the house set? Meat locker during the day. Meat locker all the time. That's what it's. Well, it's different at night now. You bump that, it up at night? No, I bump it down. Ooh, well, tell I me. I like to sleep. I like to tell see me. my breath. What is it? 66 in the day. Uh, oh. Goes down to 62 at night. Oh, oh what are we yes. doing? Yes. It's like Sweden in there. Oh, wow. Lord. Sweden, Jerry. How do you not know what a pea coat is? Finland. You should be walking around all the time in a pea coat. What Actually, is, I uh, forgot. You grew your own, so you're that, fine. That's right. I've got a wool, <laughs> wool pants under here. Exactly right. Uh, What's coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? You and Matty Ice just walking around pantless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Coming up tonight, as I said, Steve Rollick, he'll get us ready for the Michigan Hockey Series in the second segment. Got some more thoughts on C.J. Stroud tonight. We listened to some of his audio yesterday. We'll do a little bit more of that in the first segment. And thoughts on that big second half for this Buckeye basketball team. They needed that to get to this Wisconsin game coming up on Saturday Afternoon. Buckeye show, top of the hour. 6.30 jackets time, back page time. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, Jennifer Aniston was uh, talking about her reuniting with her friend's co-stars, and she said that that hit a lot harder than she expected. She said that she walked out of the reunion special for Friends multiple times because she became overcome with emotion she said time travel is hard i think we were just so naive walking into it thinking how fun is this going to be they're putting the sets back together exactly as they were then you get there and it's like oh right i hadn't thought about what was going on the last time i was actually here she said she became very emotional and had to leave multiple times couldn't keep it together all right it's interesting I guess I never thought about that. You'd think that would be a happy occasion for all these people who used to work together. They had a lot of success together. Probably haven't seen all of each other in a in a while. Mm-hmm. They get back together on the set, and you become emotional. I could see that. Well, so. you know, and I, I was sort of reading between the lines because I read that article, and she was saying how some of the best times of her life and some of the worst times of her life happened, happened when she was on the show. Sure. And it's like, oh, well, they put this exactly back to where it was. She's probably thinking, I remember crying about my failed marriage in that corner. Right, over of course, there. Yeah. Right? And how I feel like I can't be left alone on every single tabloid magazine over there. And I remember sure. getting the ri- one of the richest contracts and Again, yes. Acting TV history when good, I was sitting over right, there. There's yeah. good and bad, but sometimes, myself included, we forget these people are actual human beings. Yeah, no, I'm saying it makes and, sense. And money doesn't just, solve every problem in life. We know that. I'm just saying I I would tend to think like, oh, what a cool event. But she probably thought that too. Got in there and realized, oh, yeah, yeah this is a little tough. Here Good I emotion am and bad emotion. Up for Jennifer Aniston again. Right. Who known won't won't eat do. a Big Mac. Yeah, this guy well, will eat a Big yeah. Mac and then complain oh, about once, it for 10 years. Once Timmy, in that, five years, right? I don't know if you know this. That's his default, though. Is that is my default. What everybody's doing. He says, I understand. Yeah, Although I've, that that's as many Big Macs as I've had. I put my... <laughs> yes, but you're not averse to crap. You just don't like the Big Mac sauce. Right, it's just the sauce. Uh, Buckeye Show's coming up next. Jack, it's time at 6.30. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good evening. You'll find slowdowns on Route 315 southbound at King Avenue. A disabled vehicle still blocking the center lane. Please be careful over here as they try to get this one clear. Plan on some slowdowns as cars swerve to avoid it. Strabic Report is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance, where you only pay for what you need. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave, like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt I think you on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? 
Because well, I'm fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating, and cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.